Today on the program, who wants to fuck a cowboy? It's American Sniper. Hello and welcome to the Rewatch Party. I'm your host, Nick. Joining me, as always, are the nuts to my squirrel, Los and Brandon. That's right. What's guys? What's happening? Hey, hey. Nuts to your squirrel? Nuts to my squirrel, Is that yeah. part of the movie That's summer? part of the movie when they're, uh, when they're in training and they're like fucking getting sprayed down with the hose. And the guy's like, hey, squirrel, where are your nuts? That's right. And he's like, they're up inside they're me. Up inside they're me. real nice and they're, warm. They're nice and warm now. <laughs> yeah, so it's relevant. It ties in. Good. Uh, today we are talking about American Sniper from 2014, directed by Clint Eastwood, who needs no introduction. I mean, looking this, at me, punk. Looking at me, punk. Punk. This is his introduction to the rewatch party, but I don't think anybody here needs to be told who Clint Eastwood is or what movies he has. No, done. man, Back to the Future Three is one of my favorite movies, man. I really yeah. like his song. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The Gorillas, I get you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, if you don't know who Clint Eastwood is, why the fuck are you even listening to a movie podcast? Is the question I am posing to you, the loyal listener. After episode was a seven. Lisa Stack, you gooks up. <laughs> what did you say? I forget that. Uh, what? He's like, I used to stack you gooks up just to keep the water from getting into our tents. What's that from? I thought it was from Gran Torino, but I may be wrong. Oh, I did see that one. You know, funny story about that. I was. Uh, when that movie came out, I was dating a she bitch. Uh, yeah, that, that's I, not derogatory against women. Just this one in particular was sure, most definitely, absolutely. Uh, and so <laughs> we rented Gran Torino, and she's like, "What's it about?" And I was like, uh, "It's a racing movie." <laughs> and so then a little ways into it, he goes out to the garage, and you see his fucking muscle car, and she's like, "Oh, okay, I guess it really is." And then towards the end, she's like. You so tricked this, me. This is just really racist. When does the racing happen? <laughs> like, well, that's what I can't believe I fucking fell for it. Anyway, uh, that does seem like that would be a line from that movie. I remember most for Heartbreak Ridge, if you ever saw that one, he was like the, the drill sergeant and like has to whip all the guys into shape. And he's like, I used to chug more beer, spit more blood, and bang more quiff than all you little bitches put together. I doubt it, but I've never seen. With live I don't think and, I've ever seen a, a Clint Eastwood movie. That's impossible. I'm pretty sure I have. That's impossible. I'm sure you have. Uh, impossible. Uh, or at least maybe something he's directed. Uh, yeah, surely you've seen Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, right? No, I just know the music. You just know the music. Um, uh, uh, Glory of Gold. No, uh, Ecstasy. Ecstasy of Gold. Yeah, that's it. Composed by Ennio Morricone, who composed Morricone, who composed a lot of the uh, Western music for those movies. A lot of Tarantino stuff has got him composing, and he also did the funeral, the ending song for this movie, the one we just heard, the one we just heard. That's right. So anyway, Eastwood's got seventy-one acting credits, only, only, only seventy-one, and he's like eighty something years old. Um, but as a director, so he shows up, and, and as an actor, obviously, again, but as a director, he shows up multiple times, too, because there's Million Dollar Baby, which is amazing. Mystic River, also really good. Uh, he directed Invictus, Flags of Our Fathers, and the Letters from Iwo Jima, that little, like, dual movie thing. 
Never watched it. Never watched that. Never seen him. Um, yeah, so he, he's done playing 41 directing credits. So, yeah, I have <laughs> Clint knows movies. Bo knows baseball. Clint knows movies, right? Everybody get? Nope. I don't know Bo. Nope. I'm sure somebody out know there Bo knows. Jackson? Bo knows baseball? Nope. Sorry. Who the fuck am I hosting with? Yeah, no, <laughs> you, this ain't you true rewatching. These guys are. Jesus. Uh, when it comes to comedies, you're going to find me being well, no, right Bo up there Jackson with you. Bo Jackson was a fucking athlete. He played baseball and football at the same time. He was like. Definitely not into sports either. He was, he was legitimately a big deal. I. If I know about this athlete, <laughs> I feel everybody should know. Apparently I, not. I barely know the names of sports. Did he play for the Steelers? To, no, God damn no. it. No? Okay. He, he played baseball for the Royals, but I don't remember who he played for in football. Mm. Might have been uh, a Raider. The Chargers, I think. The char- sure, we'll go with that. Okay, so <laughs> back to fucking American Sniper, starring Bradley Cooper, of course. Ooh, star handsome. Of the, star of the A-Team. That's right. So welcome back, Bradley. <laughs> Uh, also a star of A Star is Born. Uh-huh. No. Oh, yeah, that he was in the there, four, I guess. The fourth yep. time that's been a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I first remember him from Wedding Crashers. He was the evil brother, or evil boyfriend, not brother. He was the evil boyfriend that they fucking poisoned. Yeah. In Wedding Crashers, yeah. With the 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 visine, Yeah, right? the visine. They poured in his drink, so he yeah. ended up like being sick the whole time, so he could make the moves on Rachel McAdams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he plays our our hero, Chris Kyle. Uh, Sienna Miller plays Taya. Yep. Right? Taya? Taya. 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 Taya Kyle. Uh, she's been in some stuff, but I don't really know. She was in like the first of those G.I. Joe movies. She was in Layer Cake, which is the movie that made Daniel Craig Bond. The movie, they saw that, and they're like, that guy would make a good James Bond. And then there we go. Now he was. Uh, so yeah, he got to become Bond, and she went on to a TV show called Teen Eddie. So obviously, worked out much better for him than her. Seems like it. Yeah, uh, I mean, she's been working at, uh, regularly, so she's fine. She's fine. Don't worry. She's gonna be all right. Don't worry about Sienna Miller. Everything's okay. So looking through the rest of the cast, pretty much all we got. I mean, there are a lot of people, but no, it was like the the names, the regulars. The there's that one dude that was spraying people. You know, there was the black dude and the Mexican. That that dude was in Drumline. <laughs> Is that what he was from? I remember seeing him in Drumline. Because he did look familiar That's uh, when he was spraying them down. The, the drill instructor? The drill instructor? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. You haven't See, seen Drumline? I never saw Drumline. What are you talking oh, about? Come on. I haven't seen it, bro. Come on. He was kind really? of a... Really? <laughs> We're going to compare Drumline to fucking Good, the Bad, and the Ugly? You haven't seen a Nick Cannon movie? What's your fucking problem, man? Uh, Nick Cannon one band, is a national one treasure. Sound. I don't know, man. <laughs> once, once he fucking married Mariah Carey like twenty times. So just, I'm get. That's enough, man. One, one, once is enough. You don't have to redo it every year. Wild and out. We Wild get it. And out. All so right. well, that's right. He had that show. Yeah, it was great. Didn't he also do America's Got Talent now or something? He did it. He or was. He, something like he was that. like one of the original hosts. Yeah. Okay. I think before Jerry Springer. <laughs> And then Jerry Springer gave it no to way. Nick Cannon. No, Springer actually hosted America's Got Talent. Yeah, he was no like the shit. original wow. host, if I'm not mistaken. Well, no, that was just the Jerry Springer show. Well, we got to see <laughs> what America's talent's really like. <laughs> America does not have talent on Jerry Springer's show. <laughs> no, his fucking Steve, the security guard, definitely does though. Yeah, he made a he made a whole talk show a, out of it. He yeah, got a whole, his mm-hmm. own career out of that, just fucking deflecting chairs and <laughs> body slamming hillbillies. Yeah, like who cares about that guy? Fucking. <laughs> uh, daytime TV viewers, that's who. Uh, it's true. It's true. Yeah. So 
In those what? AARP commercials and the diabetes. <laughs> Always back to AARP. <laughs> diabetes. Got the diabetes supplies from Liberty Mutual. Uh, one, one important note is Keir O'Donnell, who plays the younger brother. Oh, yeah. Chris he's Kyle's in there for brother. just a little bit. But he's also in Wedding Crashers as Rachel McAdams' younger brother. He's the creepy one that, like, paints the nude Vince Vaughn painting and, like, stuffs a sock in his mouth and tries to rape him. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I have to rewatch that movie. <laughs> is that in the rewatch? Wedding uh, Crashers? It isn't, actually. In, like, ten years is when we're going to get to yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe. Uh, so, but you know who's not starring in this? Who did not make it? Liam Nielsen. <laughs> Neeson, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Nielsen? Neeson. Neeson. Uh, I mean, also no, but Jesse the Batty Ventura. You know, I was really upset about how he used to talk shit about me in his book, and I sued him for $1.8 and I sued his estate, and I never got an apology from that estate. I'm still waiting for it. Uh, yeah, he did famously sue Chris Kyle, and then when Chris Kyle was murdered the the lawsuit passed on to his estate he didn't like intentionally sue a grieving wife and family yeah he called just, me scruff face and that's not, he's, yeah, that's he's not correct called me scruff face and claimed that i talked shit on the seals and he punched me out in a bar that's not correct have you not seen my body it is incredible and there's no way he would ever knock me down well that might be true i mean chris kyle's a big dude but we're talking about the body venture. He was a Braxis for fuck's sake. I was you a Braxis. You knock out a Braxis. I knocked out Secundus and it was he great. Did. I I grabbed him by the foot and I pushed him over to the ground. <laughs> I knocked him out just by grabbing his foot. <laughs> so anyway, there's a whole big thing about Jesse Ventura and Chris Kyle and the lawsuits and the lies and the slander. He, he's ruined my life is what he's done. I can't even get I, any I, shows. I can't even attend Navy SEAL events. They my all own, think I'm a liar. My own fellow countrymen want me dead. <laughs> I couldn't get any, any, any more commercials. Yeah. I have to live in Mexico and work for Russian TV now. I can't even have a regular show here on American TV. I have to do a Russian television station because she's ruined my life so much. It's the reason why I live in Mexico half the year. The other reason is that Mexico won't have me for one whole year. It's like when you have when you have a relative that comes to visit and eventually you're like, okay, you got to go. That's what Mexico says to me. Well, actually, it's because <laughs> I'm a proud American and there's no way I want to be considered a Mexican. <laughs> I think he does, though, doesn't he? Doesn't he like, actually want to live there? I think so. I mean, it's beautiful. It's There's tropical, no way I want to be called climate. A... Why would you not want to? It's because he's from it's... Minnesota, so it's either snow <laughs> or fucking sandy beaches and palm trees. I know what I'd choose. Yeah, it would be. I want to be in Mexico. That you goddamn right. I was a frogman. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he's not here. But uh, we did talk about this. Like, if they included that scene from the book, where he punches out Jesse Ventura in a bar. He would have thrown aside his anger and asked to play himself in the movie. Like, he would have jumped at the chance just for the work. I feel like just for the <laughs> fucking paycheck. He would have taken a punch. <laughs> he would have taken a, I've got actors myself because no one else has a body to play Jesse the Body Ventura in this movie. <laughs> You're Jesse the Body Ventura. It gets worse every time. <laughs> it gets steadily worse. It's fine. You know, he's going to ask me for an apology and... He's just going to have to keep waiting for it. Nick so. Ryder, I, I don't want you to be using <laughs> that impression anymore. 
<laughs> yours is yours is going off the rails too. <laughs> I just want you to know. All right, so I want an apology <laughs> right now. No, Jesse, just, just calm I down. still haven't received it. Just calm down, Jesse. Oh, Braxis. <laughs> I was a Braxis from there. I played a Braxis in the movie. I was a, a Braxis. I used to work with Vince McMahon. He did, yes. Okay, so the movie, <laughs> this movie we're talking about, uh, opens on a tank. First thing we see, you yeah. got some soldiers. Yes, right. It opens out. up as the the theatrical trailer shows pretty much. Uh, pretty much yeah, that yeah. scene, that exact scene where they're they're going down the street and everything's kind of ruins and rubble. Like obviously things have been. They're checking going on homes for a while and, and they're, shit. Yeah. They're they're rolling down the street in their sixty four. Uh, <laughs> yes. Rolling down the street in my six four, and they Jack got Bradley Cooper uh, as Chris Kyle up on a rooftop, drinking gin and juice, smoking Indo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so he's hanging up there, you know, keeping watch for him, right? So they're going through, kicking indoors and all that, and he sees uh, he sees a military age male on a cell phone, yeah. on another rooftop, staring down. So obviously, like red flags are going up. And then uh, a woman and child come out of a building. Wait a minute. So a military-aged man is not an old man and not a young kid, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I mean, teen that, to He's old enough probably. to fight, fight yeah. in the war. Old enough to be a soldier, basically. Because we don't get this now, but you know how this movie Later. flashes back and we catch back up to it. Their briefing on their way into this is the city's been evacuated. So any military-aged male you see... Is a hostile. Is a hostile mm-hmm. and should be considered a threat. Correct. So. He sees that that man on a phone staring down at the convoy. So obviously he's telling someone their Americans are coming, yeah. right? And then he sees the woman and child come out. And then, yes, this is the big, like, nine-tenths of the entire trailer is this scene. And her arms aren't swinging, so she's carrying something. And it's a RKG that she hands to the kid. And so now the kid takes off running, or starts to. Starts running towards starts the running convoy. towards the convoy, so he fucking has to shoot the kid. He's like, well, he's like deciding shit. to do it, and then Sorry, it goes. Sorry, spoiler alert, because he takes aim, and then it cuts. And then it cuts, yeah, to him so as a we'll kid. Fix that. We'll fix that in post. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, flashback to him hunting with his dad. He hits the deer, and he drops his gun, and his dad yells at him like, you never drop your weapon. Well, you never put it in the dirt. And, uh, yeah, never and, put it in the and dirt. And then it's interesting, no, he never does until the very, very end when shit really hits the fan and all that. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hey, the only rule for this rewatch party is that you need to watch the movie first, all right? So it's your own fault, listeners. At this yeah, we're enough. the only ones. Brandon and I are the only ones that don't have to watch it before. <laughs> well, at the t- because of the taping of the program, we've already watched it. That's right. But by now, we've watched it. So get yeah. into it, motherfucker. All right. So, uh, yeah, now they're like at church, and he's trying to goof off, and he gets scolded, and he steals a Bible from the church, which is the Bible he carries through the rest of the movie. A stolen Bible. A stolen Bible. Like, there's got to be something about that, right? That's like my bowling ball. And there wasn't, though. Like, nothing else really came... The Not One really, of the guys just, made, a, made a, uh, a mention about it. Yeah, it wasn't like a Chekhov's gun situation where something happens at the beginning, it's got to pay off in the end. It just... He carried it around and you saw it again. It was yeah. in the memoirs, I'm sure. He's like, yeah, I carried this Bible around when I stole when I was a kid. Book, yeah. And then they yeah. just sort of, like, you know, a little, nod to it nod, for a second. Yeah. A, little, a little nod of the cap. Off to the cap there. Yeah, off to the cap. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so then we hit this fucking creepy scene at the dinner table where his dad's like, "There are three top people. <laughs> yeah. We got the sheep, got the wolves, and we got the sheep dogs." 
And uh, so, like, his, his cut in, or the speech is cut in with a scene of Chris beating up guys that were picking on his younger brother. Like, he comes in and saves his younger brother and beats the shit out of people. So the whole point is he sees, like, the younger brother with bruises on his face and knows that the older brother got in trouble for getting in a fight. And he wants to make sure we ain't raising no wolves. Yeah. Well, no, I was protecting my brother. Well, all right, then. I'll pick my gun back up and keep eating. Yeah, he took his <laughs> belt off. Yeah, and fucking slammed his belt on the table, and the wife's like, um, no, oh. But she knows better than to speak up, by God. That's right. You better fucking, fucking listen. That's fucking dad, man. Jeez. And yeah, the kids called him sir, which I like that. I, man. I like that. You know, I am involved in a, in a relationship where there's a kid involved, and I want that kid to respect and fear me. But Jesus, that's creepy. <laughs> well, dude, the kid is a, is a he's a soft he's a soft kid. So, so you, he's gonna grow up to be one of them softies, and I don't want that. <laughs> if he's gonna be involved in my life, he better call me sir. Do you you carry like I've never really seen you wear belt. a belt that much. But I like, wear a belt you, every day. His fanny you bring, pack. You bring a belt just to dinner to slam it down on the table. No, dude. Just my, to make a point. I got even better. I've got. I made a pancake holster that's got my oh, my Jesus. multi knife and my actual blade, and I will fucking flick that blade out. <laughs> That'll be my belt. Goes. What'd you say about me, boy? We, got no, we ain't got no wolves. Here. I don't want to raise no goddamn wolves here. You're a sheepdog. You understand? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. He uh, doesn't talk to me for years. Yeah, yes, this is gonna this is gonna be a real good, healthy relationship. You I better believe already. it. Yeah. Let's come back around to this in a little bit. Let's yeah, just yeah, see yeah. how we'll it see, progresses. We'll see in a few years when we're finally in like the M's. We'll we'll bring this up again. See how this is paying off. Oh we? yeah, kid fucking killed me. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get a new host. <laughs> All right, so now Chris Kyle's bull riding and he makes eight seconds. Yay, he does good. This whole rodeo thing. I was like, I was thinking about rodeo when he was doing them. Like who? Gives, like you're riding a fucking uh, he was riding a horse in this one and you got to just sit on eight seconds. Why not like ten seconds and why not fifteen seconds? Why is it eight? I seconds? I don't know why it's eight seconds. Like what determined? I guess that? that's as many like as as much as that horse or that bull's going to give you. It's all like after eight seconds, it's like you're just hanging on now and it's sort of tired out and it's easy to hang on after eight. I mean, I you might know. have I'm, something there, but I would imagine just, I mean, eight seconds on something that violent is fucking, it's either going to throw you right off immediately, or maybe you can master it. So it's like eight seconds is kind of like... Well, then they should let it ride out and be like, let's see, can you can you tame the see beast? See who can last the longest? Yeah. Like, why is it just make it to eight? And then a whole bunch of people make it to eight. So how do you decide who's the best of the guys that made it to eight? Well, but a lot of people don't make it to eight. Well, true, but... I know how they can make it past You eight. can't do like a first, second, third if all the, like, out of the three guys that all make it to eight, great. How do you decide who's the best out of that? Well, they you judge the riding of it as well. Like, your hand... I don't know, maybe... Oh, you want to try stupid. and keep your hand up and only hold with one. Maybe we and need that's to one of the requirements. That eight seconds movie. Eight seconds movie. No, <laughs> I think Luke Perry and see. What oh, it, we're already past numbers though. What they oh, need fuck. to do. What they need to do is um, try to take it down while they're on top of it. Like you know, you're hanging on, and you then you try to wrestle a full grown bull down while you're on top of it. That's how you win rodeo. I mean, if someone does that, I'm pretty sure he gets cowboy of of the year, dude. And then what they'll do he is he gets laid with that belt buckle. Yeah, they'll give you a belt buckle that says like a WWE belt buckle, and like that's how you know you're gonna get fucked because you have a, that thing. Just a giant dinner plate for a belt <laughs> it's buckle. Huge. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a thing. I remember dating a girl in high school in Kansas. Of all, we didn't really have rodeos in Kansas, but she was like, 
a belt buckle for some reason was the sexiest thing. I've never like it wouldn't matter necessarily that the guy that was wearing the belt buckle near as much as the belt buckle. Like a good like, belt buckle or just, just a like, big one? A big and Both shiny big and, and shiny. like a jewel and like maybe he was from a certain part of Kansas so there'd be a jewel there where his city is on the state of Kansas that's on this belt buckle that I don't know but that that that's a thing. The belt buckles that were cool when I was growing up were those square or rectangle ones that were made of like chrome steel and then had block letters of your first and last initial, like mm. stencil letters. Yeah. You, that uh, was people, status. People pull a lot of wool with those. <laughs> pull out a wool? Pull, pull a lot of wool. They pull a lot of wool with, <laughs> with those belt buckles. No, yeah, they lay a lot of carpet with those, man. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets a, they're, him and his brother no this isn't his brother it's just like a friend of his i thought that was his brother but no i think that was his brother was it i don't think yeah. it was the same actor well i got the same I... later no that was yeah that was his brother the same guy yeah i thought it was about but they're driving back and he's like what do you even do with the belt buckles like you get laid with it that's what you do it's like yeah your girlfriend's a whore yeah and one he was telling her yeah, that he's like, don't, <laughs> don't 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 say that no dude you don't Seriously, think you used to call her in high school. Sarah sucks. Don't even say don't it. Even say. Yeah, so they get back to the house, and he comes in screaming, who wants to fuck a cowboy? And finds out she's in bed with another guy. You said you were going to be home tomorrow. Yeah. He didn't know. He didn't know what? He didn't know what? What didn't you know? <laughs> who do you think? You think those are her rifles? Yeah. Those, those are her, her men's clothes? Those are her men's clothes. Those are her boots. So he, like, he gives the dude his belt buckle. He also He's gives him his hat, too. Gets his him hat, his hat his back. Buckle. Not all of his clothes, but his hat and his belt. And fucking sends him packing out the door. After giving him a good punch in the face. But why be mad at the dude? You know, don't punch the dude. I know you're mad, and that's probably the only person you're able to punch. You can't punch the yeah, girl. Yeah, because then he turns to her and just like, get out. And she tries. Well, she was mad at him. She, yeah, she tries to turn it <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was confused right. about. But she tries to turn it around on him. But I feel that's the thing. Like, you get caught cheating. It's always, well, it's your fault. You never pay attention to me. You made me. Or you were always gone. Or blah, 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 blah. Or something, something. I need what. I have feelings too, or I need to get dicked or whatever. You're gone every weekend. What do you expect me to do? Yeah. Well, yeah. Stay or there, you, motherfucker. You only ride me for eight seconds at a time. And, <laughs> and you say, that's good enough. And then you go and watch TV. Yes. <laughs> anyway, somehow it's all his fault. And he just, <laughs> and he just tells her to get out. And so she leaves, and him and his brother sit there drinking Lone Star beer. That's which right. Is the, I'm holding this up to a camera that's not here. Lone Star, the official beer of today's episode. The National Beer of Texas. And so the brother, I love, the, I do I even have a note that it's his brother, so I apparently knew this last week when I watched this, but got confused. But like, don't say sitting it. Sitting there, and the brother looks at him and goes, when's the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> he uh, laugh, gives a good laugh. That's a, It's a good breakup. It is. You know, it's like, well... Not much I can do about that, and so we're gonna have some beers and have some laughs, and that's how that's how dudes deal with stuff. I'm sure we we missed the part where he punched holes in walls, or like threw her clothes out the window, or broke her shit, or like there was there had to be something destructive yeah. that happened. He's he's a man, you so know, he's got to destroy something. Now that I think about it, and this may be the way he like copes with these kind of like weird feelings, you know, like he's supposed to be like angered and pissed. And like he can, when he talks to somebody, you know, somebody like his brother or maybe yeah. someone in the VA or for, you know, a vet or something, uh, especially at the end when he's, uh, when he foreshadowing. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he becomes sort of like a, you know, laughing and he tells jokes, the jokes uh, sure. that, that sort of helps him. That's an old cowboy thing. I think that's all, uh, anybody thing. Like he got to make jokes Got to laugh or else you'll cry. 
I think he wrote in his book, Laughter is the Best Medicine. Uh, no, that was Robin Williams' book. Oh, okay. That was the novelization <laughs> of Patch Adams. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, so, anyway, they're watching TV. They see a news report about bombings at the U.S. Embassy in Tanzania and Nairobi, Kenya. Right. And he's just like, you, you know, looks at the TV and he's like, well, there's the next, pl- next path of my life right there. And, and then I think the next scene, he yeah, was at the recruiter's office. Him up. Mm-hmm. And so apparently, they didn't talk about this in the movie, just in there talking to the guy enlisting, but Chris Kyle went in to go to the Marines. He wanted to be a Marine, but everybody was out to lunch. Like, it was all the different branches of service in there, and everybody's out to lunch except one guy from the Navy was, like, hanging around. And so that was the one he talked to and ended up going into Navy. That's so. how it happened for me, too, when I signed up. Yeah? Yeah. I'm Jesse Ventura. I, I caught, no, I caught, I, I know who you are. <laughs> I went in and I was thinking that we were just going to be there for a joke. And I said, I'm not signing up. I left. I was a Navy SEAL. <laughs> it was really weird. He gave me a piece of paper and said, if you don't want to sign up, then you have to sign this saying, I choose not to sign up. And I signed it, but it turns out it was actually the paper saying that I do enlist in, in the armed forces. And he totally tricked me. And I've been waiting for an apology and I never got it. it 9-11 was an inside job oh, too. Jesus. Oh, man. He probably listens to the show, and he's just fucking making a list. And we're going to get a lawsuit. He's just going to be Jesse Ventura up on the witness stand. <laughs> and then on your American Sniper episode, you said this about me. And on your Aliens episode, you said this about me. It's just going to be a whole fucking list of grievances. There's about 30 apologies that I'm looking for, and I hope that you give them to me. <laughs> well, he even said when dealing with Chris Kyle, all he wanted to do, all he wanted was sit down face to face and have him say, I'm sorry that I said that about you. I still haven't gotten that apology. All he ever wants is an apology. That's all this man ever wants from it's the a- world is an apology. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, God damn it. So he fucking, I have written down here, apparently must be the the guy enlisting him says, you're, you're from Texas, you're a patriot, and you're pissed off. That's so right. that's, how, that's, all it, that's all it took. That that's was all the convincing you needed. Yeah. Can you fight? It's like, yeah, I can fight. He's like, all right, you can fight. Well, there, cool. Right, you go. All right, I'll take your word on that. Here's the Navy SEALs. Joins the Navy SEALs, so we get the boot camp montage. Uh, it looks really awful. Yeah. yeah. Which I, Navy SEALs training is notoriously terrible because... They got to weed out the pussies. Exactly. Like, that's a big... That's something they keep talking about. We're going to find us a quitter today. And when you leave through the building, they have a bell that rings so yep. that you can hear that ding and they go, ah, there's a quitter. Ah, there's a quitter. Like, it's the only way out is through that bell so that everybody... No you have to shame. ring it. You have to shame yourself to to leave. But that's what they want. Because if you're out there in the shit doing the jobs that the SEALs do, we don't want someone that's going to reach their breaking point and quit out in the field. So we'd rather break you now. And if you can survive this, then you'll be all right. I feel that's probably a lot of boot camps, but I hear more. Uh, it's more about, intense. More about the SEALs <laughs> for that. Like, I mean, four months of that. The shit that they go through in the field is a lot worse than a lot. So they have to be pushed more. Yeah. You know. Well, don't you sign a contract too before you get into boot camp? I'm sure you do. Yeah, and saying you, that if you get hurt, it's not your. They're not liable. No, I mean, I mean it would be like a. I have to be a, with you for like X oh, amount of years yeah. or something. Yeah. And so if you if you quit, I'm sure there are consequences, or maybe you don't ever get paid until you get through it. So if you quit during boot camp, you just gave two months of your life or however long it took you to want to quit without any pay. 
Yeah. Or something. Oh, okay. Maybe that's... Yeah, okay. That something makes sense. Like that. I was thinking, like, dude, you already signed the contract, dude. Give these guys a fucking break. Yeah. You know, fuck, dude. I'm, or, you know, maybe that door that dings on your way out takes you right into a fucking legal team that's like, well, here's a new contract. <laughs> <laughs> you're, here's, how, here's how you're fucked. You owe leaving. the U.S. Army fucking this yeah. much. You still you, owe us eight years. You, you suck. Uh, so Wait. you don't have to yet, or sit in a beach and get sprayed down with ice-cold water anymore. We screen but, printed you a T-shirt that you're going to have to pay for that. Yeah. We made you a T-shirt that you are legally required to wear every day for the next eight years, but you also have to pay for it that says, I'm a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to pay for it. Yes. And you have to pay us for it. Uh, I don't know. And we're so not going to give you any apologies. It was coming. <laughs> any, any disgraced Navy SEALs out there who quit during training. So I guess you're not Navy SEAL. You're not a Navy SEAL. Anybody who quit Navy SEAL training before they passed... You're a Navy bitch. They're, uh, I think they call those Air Force people. Oh, <laughs> oh. got him! Shots fired. So yeah, or any or anybody who actually just knows how this works. Feel True. Free to yeah, email let us, us. know. <laughs> uh, the real watch party at gmail.com. Email us. Let us know. Set us straight. Um, so yeah, he's thirty years old, and they're calling him an old man. Which I guess usually people are like eighteen when they. Well, go yeah, like this, that's so. what I thought was weird because I didn't know that they would allow a thirty-year-old into Bud's training. Probably not. And I think Chris Kyle was actually only 26, 25 or 26. Like, still a bit older than sure, the normal. Yeah, yeah they're going to be early 20s. Yeah. Um, what a liar. <laughs> well, that would be Clint Eastwood's lie then, not Chris Kyle's yeah, in this case. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's all slander. I demand an apology. <laughs> I was only 18 when I went into the Shields, and then I got out at the age of 24 and became a professional wrestler. And then Hulk Hogan body slammed me in WrestleMania 3. And Vince McMahon never paid me or apologized. <laughs> and then I started making movies with Arnie. But then he kept picking Sven Thorson over me for roles. And I got really mad about that. <laughs> I don't want... even know who that is anymore. It sounds nothing. I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on. To my Jesse impression. Uh, so, yeah, there's a scene where they're at a bar and they're throwing darts straight at a dude's back. Yeah, that was, like, what the that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I feel like just the, the bullseye was right on the guy's spine. Yeah. That yeah. Would, wouldn't that be terrible? Idea. I mean, I don't think darts are going in all that far. Right, but still, like. The one you put a little more mustard on and hits I mean, just these, the right spot. Yeah, these are big dudes that are fucking seals now. Like, this is post-training. Yeah. Uh, they're not weak or small dudes, and they're launching darts at your back. There's there's always that chance that it's going to clip something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seems like it. It's dangerous. So, yeah, one, who, one dude hits on this girl, and she shoots him down real quick. I don't even remember what he says, but it's like he comes up and doesn't even finish his opening line before she just fucking shoots him right down. And yeah, and she was in. like, something's, and I saw you come in, I saw you take off your wedding ring, oh, yeah, so go be a slum ring, somewhere yeah. else. You were yeah. six oh. inches taller, and you oh, were yeah. married. Right. Yes. Will, will a drink make you six inches taller and not married? That's right. Uh, Damn. Uh, so then Chris comes up, and he's kind of like pseudo-ignoring her. That's how you do it. Yeah, it's called negging. It's a it's a strategy. You got to neg him. She he did say it was probably those leather pants you're wearing. Did he say that to her? Yeah, and she's like, yeah. "What's up with these fucking dudes like hitting on me?" And like, I just want to be here alone. Jeez, he's like, "It's probably those leather the pants." pants. Uh, yeah, and so then, he was like, "Oh, you should have worn suede or something." Yeah, oh, yeah. What so pants should or, I wear? Was it corduroy? Corduroy. corduroy. And she's like, "Are you some kind of redneck?" He goes, "No, I'm a Texan." <laughs> What's the difference? Ooh, we we ride bulls and they ride their cousins. <laughs> it's true. And. uh 
So like I don't he, know one kind of playing him. a cool and he has a good move here where he's standoffish and like he makes so he's he's making her then pursue him. Mm-hmm. And so I mean it's a good move. Again, classic negging. And so then he gets a bottle of orders a bottle of Jameson. And I don't know what fucking bar this in because I have played in almost every goddamn town in the state of Texas, and at no point can you ever just order a bottle of Jameson and the bartender leave like, the bottle. Here, here you go, and just fucking hands the bottle to you. You're just gonna hang out with the whole thing. That does not happen. I'm gonna trust you to count your pours. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> but anyway, he gets a whole bottle of Jameson, and he's like, "Shot for a question." So if she needs to know anything about him, she has to take a shot first, and vice versa. So they have their nice little back and forth. Which, by the way, we're also drinking Jameson. That's right. Secondary sponsor holding up to the imaginary camera Ding! again of taking today's a, episode. Taking a little sip. Yeah, that's Jameson. Uh, you didn't ask me a question though, so uh, she whoops. puts them back too. So she's going like she's slamming them. And at one point he goes, "That's two questions." So she slams two back to back. So, oh, I, I I didn't actually mean that. So of course uh, she got she talks shit about seals because her sister was married to one and he cheated on her. And he's like, "Oh well, I'm sorry about I'm your sorry sister. about your sister and that." He sounds like a bad guy, but that ain't me, and that ain't SEALs, and I'm defending my country. I don't understand what, what's wrong about that or what's selfish about that or what, what your big problem is. So you have a good night, and like tries to walk away, yeah. and, she, and she doesn't let She's him. She's like, where are you going? Well, you're a bitch. And then he, so she, yeah, she like stops him from walking away. We don't see his face, but you know his face. Yeah, he's yes. like, gotcha. <laughs> so then she's running outside to puke, and he goes and holds her hair while she, while she pukes. Guys, that's true love. That was a that's very... Love. <laughs> right there. He's holding her hair as she pukes outside of a bar. I want to tell you something right now. That Please do. I had to do that on 4th of July to my oh, girlfriend. She, you had to hold really? her hair? <laughs> she had to hold her hair. Uh, there you go. She, That's how you know it's real. Sometimes you got to do it. I didn't make it in time enough to hold oh. back uh, her hair. So, so there's still a bit? There's some, yeah. there's some Klingons? It was gross. It was in that trash can. I was right there. <laughs> I was like, you couldn't even make it to a sink? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, man, have you... I mean, when it's when it's coming and you're like trying to get to something before you bomb and it's like coming up the throat already, five steps between that trash can and That's that sink an over there, that makes a world of difference. It's true. It, she it, looked good running out the bar, like getting out the door, yeah. like considering and all then, those shots. Like, I was impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, she, she's, she's experienced it. Taking a bunch of shots and puking, apparently. <laughs> yeah, this is very. Uh, this is. This may be a nod to forty-year-old virgin, but uh, she was like, "I'm not having sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still have sex with you if you want. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> you still have sex if you want. No, I think I'm going to pass on the sex. <laughs> Did you have shellfish tonight? Yeah, yeah. I thought. I yeah. thought that you mm-hmm. might. See episode one. Uh, yeah. So we got scenes of him at a shooting range, and they have to learn how to. Count your heartbeats and like breathe out at the right time because obviously you're shooting long distance. Anything will, the slightest little movement in your gun here will affect it where it hits fucking thousands of yards away, right? Uh, well, you know, or hundreds, I guess, during, at this point. During that beginning scene when he shoots the deer and after the dad says, you know, never put it in the dirt, he goes, you know, that's a real good shot there. You got you, a gift, son. You're going to be a real good hunter. And which, he comes over yeah, here and you yeah, can't even... what? <clears throat> <laughs> of men yeah and uh he doesn't he can barely hit the fucking target well at first like the, we get a few of them because it's things cut back and forth cut back and forth so the first time he's the only one like hitting bam, bam like at 600 yards or whatever like mm-hmm. it's still early in the days but he's just fucking dinging him off every shot 
Because you see the guy like looking over at him as he's stepping over all the guys laying there shooting. He's like, keeps looking back like, Jesus. But then there's another one where he keeps missing the target. And the guy's like, do we need to take you out of here? Do we need to give you diapers or we need whatever, you fucking baby? And he aims off to the side and hits a rattlesnake that's like a fucking hundred yards even further than the target. It's better when it's breathing. Yeah. (laughs) Which, I don't know. Again, I haven't read the book, so I don't know if you said that, but that seems to me like something Eastwood added. That seems like a totally (laughs) Eastwood. The rattlesnake scene. I'm better when it's breathing. Like, I'm surprised that Bradley Cooper didn't fucking do the little squint. I think I remember him doing that. The teeth were clenched and the eyes were squinted. Had a cigar out of nowhere. Just fucking dirty hairied it up out of just because... yeah, so I it's he's doing that, and scenes like that are cut in with Taya and her undies. So it's like, yeah, their relationships progressing, and uh, then nine eleven happens. We get just a you got to remember. Hey, everybody, remember? You remember? I remember, remember what I, I remember, remember that it was an inside job. Make sure everybody knows. I want everybody to know that nine eleven happened. Okay, that, that yep. pissed him off yep. even right. more. Oh yeah, then he was ready to go because so. he's such a patriot. Well, I think he knew at that point. Like he's never this left. Is it. I'm going. And that's like. Yeah, we're all going now. There's yeah. no way that we're not going. And then wasn't so, the next scene their wedding? So the next scene they're banging, and then their wedding. Yeah, yeah okay. we got to make sure they bang first. Yep. Yeah. And then their wedding. That's definitely not so Christian. They're dancing, and he has like green paint behind his ear because of some gag. But one of his guys gets a call, and looks over and like, "Yeah, we're going." It's <laughs> on. Yeah. And do the Spartan <laughs> war cry. Is that, that your Sylvester? Like Rocky at the end of fucking <laughs> every, every single Rocky movie. <laughs> I did it. Oh, Adrian, I'm getting deployed. Nine <laughs> eleven. Uh, so yeah, they like open their jackets and show their their uh, their little stamp, emblem. Or, yeah, it's not necessarily a badge; just a thing that they stamp into the coffins. Yeah. Well, that uh, they're the stamps. I that, guess. Well, that pin signifies like that pin's only given to seals. Okay. It's yeah, uh, it's, it's a, I think it's a squid and like a. Uh, uh, I don't even remember. It's a frog. It's because we're frogmen. Right. So, but wait a minute. So, so if Brandon wait. fucked that up, everybody, send your hate mail to rewatchparty at do gmail.com. They, I'll do confirm they get it right more now. than one of those? <laughs> I don't think they do. Because, because I saw them like smashing it onto I'm sure his, you do. You just go to logistics and say, hey, I need another, another one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, give this one to Chris Kyle at the end. Uh, so, yeah, they they all flash their pins and they're, they're all right, we're going to have them. So here's two or number one. Uh, the city's been evacuated, so it is what we talked about at the beginning. Any military-aged male is here to kill you. His only job is to protect the Marines, right? SEALs are there to protect the Marines while the Marines do the footwork. Right. Right. They so, picked their job. They knew what they, they knew. All they, right. That's right. And I've I've met a few Marines, and that, like, they yeah, they know what they're doing. You know, you're, they knew what they are signing up for. Like, we're going to go in there. We're going to fucking strong arm this situation. That's what we're going to do. Kick down some doors. Fuck, kick down some doors. Find some get hajis. Get some shit done. And shoot some hajis. Well, I mean, whoever them. Hajis. They refer to them as hajis. A- just every enemy? Mujas. Muj. Maybe. Any, any and all. Doesn't matter where in the world you I are. I thought I heard them say no. goops at one point. <laughs> they might have. Uh, all right, so now we're back to the beginning of the movie. We finally caught up with our opening where the kid takes the bomb and starts running. So he's, he lines up again. Now this time we do see that he shoots the kid. And he's not okay with it. Like, he obviously feels fucking terrible about the fact that he just shot a kid. Well, um, wait a minute. So he also shoots him, like, in the heart, which, you know, is a good way to kill them. Why not in the face or in the head? Like, isn't that, so like, way more confirmed kill than trying to shoot them in the heart? Smaller center of mass? 
But yeah, because what they say, aim, well, aim big, miss big, aim small, aim for the button you hit. I, I don't remember something like that. that yeah, aim for the shirt, or yeah, aim for aim for the shirt. You shirt. miss, you miss by two feet. Aim for a button. You miss for miss by a few inches or something. Yeah, but I think at so. that point it's just it's just a larger target. Okay. You know, like when you move your head, like oh, that's a missed headshot. But you move your the amount that you'd have to move your body. Okay, yeah, kind of the sense. same. Makes I would sense. imagine. And I mean, the bullets that he's shooting, it hits anything. You're dead. I'm sure. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're it shoots your that. arm like just the blast wave is going to kill What's you. What's the caliber of those? I snipers? think he was shooting a 50 cal. Damn. Well, yeah, that would just turn your. Be- you would well, have, as yeah. we find out in Rambo, which Ooh. is technically Rambo Four. <laughs> he gets he gets a fucking 50 cal right in the arm, and he just oh, oof. <laughs> oh, oh god they got me and so then he just keeps slugging through bad guys like nothing so it's it's just, it's just a flesh wound you're, you're, yeah if you're just but a flesh Rambo. wound yeah. your best impression has to be fucking sliced alone i have watched more than enough sliced yeah. alone to probably yeah so if i could do it if you could do it everyone could change that's right rocky four Rocky Four. We'll talk about this when we get there. Oh, it's definitely God. Much, but it single-handedly ended the Cold War. We can thank Stallone for that. In about seven years, we'll get yeah. to Rocky. Hey, you know this is going to be a this show's in for the long haul. Don't worry about it. That's right. Uh, so I have a note. There's really bad CGI blood. Like it looks shitty. Oh yeah, yeah. The, 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 the way it splashes the, the, off. And the everything. lady picks up the bomb, so he shoots her too, and just like. It almost looks cartoony, or like it doesn't follow the bodies co- completely as they fall to the ground. Like it's obviously added in post, and it just—it's really, really bad. The, these things are made for the big screen projectors, and when we watch it in our HD beautiful correct, TVs, correct. it definitely you All can that shit tell. Stands out a lot more. It's like it's—it's it's just like the Scorpion King in Mummy Two or whatever. When you got the Rock coming out, it probably looked really cool in the theaters, and well, you watch also, it. I guess this one was a 14, so it's not that long ago. But when the Scorpion King came out, we weren't used to better effects and shit. So it was like, holy crap, that's the Rock's face on a giant scorpion. Cool. We didn't have anything to compare it to to know that and, looks like complete in, shit. In 1997, we had some great CGI with Titanic, dog. <laughs> Man, that looks like real frozen breath. Oh, wait. Leo did die. No. Okay. So, whatever. He shoots the lady... And the kid, caravan's okay. So he goes back, and they're all like, oh, my God, you did it. You saved us. And he feels awful because he's not supposed to kill women and children. He just did both. Uh, he's human, so he feels guilty about he's it. He's never seen that type of evil. Yeah, like, he that's what he says. never imagined yeah. that evil Right, before. right. And that's, that's just, it's kind of like chipping away at the shell. That's the first kind of layer gone. Because the way he gets by the end of the movie, you know, uh, just like he has a hard time, even when he is home, he's not there. Yeah, which his wife keeps complaining about. But he he changes drastically. Like war changes him. Oh, of course. And uh, like he can't even be at a fucking backyard barbecue without like always being on edge because this this is like the first first layer gone of no, there's probably good still. So you know, I'm only supposed to look out for this side or this age of male or whatever. Like this, uh, first strike of like. Maybe I just need to doubt humanity, I think. Yeah, he definitely starts to doubt humanity a lot. I mean, he, he in his memoirs, he calls every person he killed a savage because, you know, it's the evil. Like, yeah. He, well, like, also, yeah, if he says that, then he feels better about it. It's like his him justifying 160 confirmed kills. That's no small feat. But if he says, I killed 160 human beings, 
Yeah, on a moral well, level. Like you actually have to, yeah, as on a moral level, wrap your head around that. But if you make them savages, if you make them almost animalistic or subhuman, then that's a way to cope with it and not feel like, yeah, I killed more people than Ted Bundy. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we we've been talking about Tokyo drift cars in the rewatch oh, yeah. party. A, did I miss a Tokyo drift scene? There was a you Tokyo did. drift car comes in, fucking Tokyo drift in, fucking old Nissan or whatever comes in. Wait, it was a Nissan. I drive a Nissan. Does that mean I can Tokyo drift? You may, <laughs> yes. Well, especially if your roads are made of dirt. Uh, yeah. Sand. Right. And he slides in, and you can see the guy's got a fucking uh, what do they call those death like a dead man, man switch dead or man something? Switch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay. And yeah. they uh, fucking Chris Kyle fucking. Takes him out, and then the guy lets go, and then boom, car explodes. But, but I wanted to make sure to show that there's a little nod to the rewatch party on yeah. on there. Cause gotta have it. Gotta, gotta have, have a Tokyo, Tokyo drift. drift. <laughs> That's right. I also have a note that when he goes back, there he gives he tells the guy fucking reading them comic books. It's graphic, it's a graphic novel. novel, man. There's big difference. Is there a difference, <laughs> really? But it's a Punisher, and I don't. What is it? About fucking anybody in law enforcement or military that needs the fucking Punisher skull? Can we? Can we stop with that? Can we, I think we should stop with that. That's, can we just he's a, let that go? He's well, he was a, a cop, wasn't he? he no, he was law a, enforcement he, or something. He was a marine. Oh, okay. And well, when he came back, he just decided to be a fucking like vigilante, crazy vigilante. And Punisher was never scared to murder whoever. He, he sort of judged dread, like I'm going to be yeah. judge, jury, executioner out on the streets as I see fit. And if I decide you need to die, then you're going to fucking die. Yeah, gonna, they like, always try to make it seem like he did his homework, too. Oh, he did his homework he by like, making like, sure that guy was a killer you know, like before he did he his detective him. work like Batman and actually figure But even Batman, who did the work and knew the guy was a terrible piece of shit, wouldn't kill him. That's right. The Punisher fucking killed without hesitation or mercy or whatever. Like, can we just not glorify? I'm a, I like the Punisher. I read the Punisher comics, but... He's not someone you want brandished on yourself as like a stand-up law and order fucking guy. That doesn't he doesn't represent You're right. discipline and any of the things that the Netflix the Netflix series Punisher is pretty good by the way. It's fucking badass, but really that is not a guy that you as someone who's supposed to uphold law or stand for country should Want to represent, you know, like you represent the country. He's got that a fair you, point. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. absolutely. You, we, so we don't, every time I see these mm -hmm. guys with the fucking Punisher mm -hmm. skull, I'm just like, did you read it at all? Do you have any idea who this person is? Do you know it? Yeah, and they brandish it all over their tanks and their yeah. turrets and their fucking hats it's and shit. everywhere. It's like putting on the fucking Venom costume because you you think he's cool, but then when that means you go out, you're, you're fucking crazy. You're not Frank fucking Castle, cocksuckers. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> stop with the Punisher shit. Okay, so they weren't real Navy SEALs if they went oh, by God that. Damn it! Well, it would be Marines, I think. And again, if I'm wrong, he, maybe I have the wrong branch. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was a SEAL, but uh, I'm pretty sure Frank Castle was a Marine. No, Chris. Oh yeah, he was a Marine, but Chris uh, Kyle had his hat and it had a fucking Punisher. Emblem oh yeah, on. like he's everywhere in this movie. And not, I mean, he's everywhere in real life, too. Like, I see people wearing that. The Punisher was based Punisher off of school. my life. Yeah, I'm sure it was, Jesse. I remember those Punisher comics where he fucking lost wrestling to Hulk Hogan and, <laughs> and then played Arnold Schwarzenegger's fucking bitch role in every movie. Don't forget, I played Abraxas. Yeah, I know. In the hit I movie Abraxas. Oh, we'll see him so many more times. He's in The Running Man. He's in Predator. Oh, God, we... I we love see, Jesse Ventura, by the way. We see a lot of Jesse Ventura. So listeners, get ready. Because this impression's not going anywhere but down the tubes. It gets worse every time we do it. Jesus. Uh, all right. So 
Yeah, I got. The, I do have the car racing. I didn't have a note about the Tokyo's Drift, but so enemy sniper shoots a marine. So now we have a character of the enemy sniper, which was something that Steven Spielberg came up with. Because at first Spielberg was supposed to direct this, mm. and he came up with the idea of an enemy sniper for storyline, like to give him a an actual foe for story purposes. And Eastwood kept that in, um, but I don't think they were haunted by one particular enemy sniper. Right. Throughout the throughout their whole thing. But they put that in there. So he gets mad because he only got six guys in one night. And everybody's like, that's fucking amazing. He goes, Yeah, but they got one of us, so I yeah. failed. Cause he, can't he, shoot what you can't shoot what you gets, can't see. He, he always gets mad about the ones he couldn't save. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, stop getting so mad, dude. They're sniping just like you. You know how hard it is to hit you where you're at. Like yeah. stop being a bitch that you get. Well, you he's lose just mad like well, his job was to protect them, to protect and them. yeah, he mostly dies, did. But if one, then I mean, technically, he failed his mission. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like he's he's legit, and even like all the way at the very end when he's done doing tours and he's just back, he even says like, "What I've done doesn't bother me. It's what I couldn't what do. I, yeah, the ones I couldn't save is what what weighs on me." Um, and again, I I don't know how much of that was. Clint Eastwood and how much of that was actually Chris Kyle. I don't know. I didn't read the book. Well, from um, what I understand, he only mentions this Mustafa character just the once in like when he kills the guy. Because the, not a the running character. super impossible shot that happens towards the end, like the 2100 yard. The mile long fucking, fucking shot. shot mm-hmm. Which he did do, but even he's like, yeah, I mean, that was a one in a million chance. You know, I, I, I tried and it worked. Yeah. But it definitely wasn't like. I fucking got it. It was like, holy shit, that fucking worked. But that was against Could an insurgent sniper. And so they made that character. Right. Just, yeah. to, just to sort of uh, dramatize this. Could you Correct. imagine shooting a, a, a sniper rifle a mile? Like, okay, so you have to also fight the gra- force of gravity. Mm-hmm. Um, the curve the of the wind, earth, wind. Any wind, any, any fucking bit of laundry that might blow up in the way along that travel, all yeah. sorts of stuff. And also, as it's going, you know, you might have wind coming from east to west and then a little further downrange, southeast to northwest. Bit. I mean, so you've got to account for all of all that. All sorts of shit. Yeah, and, and just like, I mean, even when he's looking through the scopes, like we're jumping way ahead because it's later, but he's like yeah. going from this scope to it this. It was to still this, so... This. And it's like the slightest little... like I. He's but like, he oh, knew what to look for. That's definitely him. That's definitely him. Like, it looks like... Well, but being a Shadows, sniper, I can't, you know what right. to look for. For sure, for sure. But, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, that shot, it's like, hey, he saw it and he wanted to try. Like, I mean, you got right. to, and it just happened to it, fucking it work out. And, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was, he definitely admitted that that was freak luck yeah. with that shot. Hit. So and I can now, only imagine, like, how high he had to aim to account for the drop. Right. Like, I mean, it's one of those, it's like, uh, why are you aiming so fucking zero. high? Okay, because Earth is flat. So oh, there right. was no drop. That's right. He's, he's got a point there. No yeah. such thing as gravity either. Um, no such thing. Nine Eleven was an inside job. Um, so there, they have this the other bad guy. So they have Mustafa or Mu, it's yeah, Mustafa. Mufasa. Mustafa yeah. definitely Mufasa. not Mufasa. Mufasa. That, that's the line. Mufasa. 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 Um, but they also have what they call the butcher. The butcher who mm. uses a drill. The, the the bad guy Mustafa is his. His right hand man, his, his Overwatch, number, his number two, his enforcer, his whatever. His enforcer, right? And the, they say the butcher is known for using a drill. Yeah. Well, shouldn't Which they we call? Do see. Shouldn't they call him the, the driller, ca- the carpenter, then, or or something? <laughs> yeah. But all right, maybe next time. Good. All right. Well, he gets or, tired of being up on uh, as a sniper, and then he wants to go down. Yeah, he wants yeah, some yeah. Ground he, time. Uh, 
Yeah, we find out about what is it? we find out about Zarkawi is the bad guy who's called the butcher. Zarkawi is known as the butcher. That's right. The carpenter. So and yeah, the carpenter. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, they couldn't use that name because then they would get sued by the band, the Carpenters. That's right. And Jesus, I don't know if you know much about Karen Carpenter, but she was she too, she was too crazy. She can build a treehouse like she could build, quick. I mean, she couldn't because she did. one she's dead, but two she's also horribly <laughs> anorexic. So I don't think she was lifting anything. Okay, but do. Great drummer, fucking amazing. Nobody, everybody talks about John Bonham and Neil Peart, but nobody talks about how Karen Carpenter legitimately was a badass fucking drummer. And we're not anyway. starting now. <laughs> <laughs> but you heard it here first. So there, there we got to be educational every time. There's your educational bit. Karen That's Carpenter, right. badass drummer. Okay, so yes, he decides he wants to go down. He wants to do the footwork, and they're like, "No, nah, man, you're 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 better up here. In fact, literally, you're the best up here. Please stay up here." Don't don't do it. He's like, nah, fuck this. And he goes he, down there. He can't help them when can't. they go inside the building. Yeah. And he sees them go in and drag guys out. And it's pretty cool. Like he gets with them. He's like, Well, I know some things I could I could teach you guys stuff. And they're and they're like, Oh, you're fucking you're the, you're him. You're that yeah. guy. Yeah, dude. What whatever? Please. <laughs> you yeah, are God. Okay. What do you please, sir? Well, how does whatever? he know how does he know anything? He's only been because a fucking sniper. I, I'm guessing SEAL he's training. Still, yeah, he's still a Navy SEAL. Like, like they're SEAL very much trained in breaching and clearing buildings. And what is it? There was, wasn't there a line about these guys had like just come out of Yeah, they're, they're, they're infantry. Like they basically know how to, you kick down the door, you cover this side, you cover this side. Yeah. And like it's just as basic as can be. And these guys like haven't had a lot of experience or training. How yeah. am I supposed to know? They were fucking sitting with each other's legs over there, each other in the beach, and they were shaking, and they never showed any of that kind of training. They did not. You're what right. What am I supposed to ex- see? That's why Silence of the Lambs is a better movie, because we see a lot more of FBI training than we see of SEAL training in this movie. Fucking take a lesson from... Uh, shit, I'm blanking on the director's name. Anyway, watch it, Clint Eastwood. Fucking learn something. God damn. So... I'm kidding. Obviously, Eastwood's a great director. So, yeah, he goes down to search house with the Marines. They bust in and find a family. Uh, they sit down with this guy, use the translator, find out about find out some about the enemy soldiers. Uh, but the man says he needs 100 grand. It's like, you got to pay me 100 grand if you want information about Zarqawi. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to fucking kill me. So I need enough money to get me and my family out of here. Because they know, they even know that you're here. Whether I tell you anything or not, if they find out you're in my house, I'm fucking dead. Yeah. Period. Uh, so they go back and they like try to follow up on the lead that the guy gave. And they're in a truck. Uh, enemy snipers there again. Um, he does find out from his wife that he's having a boy during this time. Uh, the driver gets shot. And so they're like freaking out and hiding and he holds like the mirror around the corner. He was on the phone with his wife. On the phone with his wife when it runs. So he just drops the phone. So she's like she walking, hears, walking out of the clinic saying, oh, we're having a boy. And then all of a sudden, bah, bah, all bah, she bah, hears bah, is gunfire over the phone. She's like, Chris, Chris, oh my God, Chris. Like you would obviously do. And he, him and another guy are hiding like a doorway and he tries to put a mirror out to see what's going on. Fucking... Mufasa. I think that was a nod. Shoots the the mirror. I think that was a nod to uh, Saving Private Ryan. I think there was a scene in there where Tom Hanks was looking for the bad guy and he took some gum in a mirror and then the guy shoots shoots it. That might just be a thing that happened. Well, I mean, I think it's common. The shooting of the mirror, though. Yeah. Which, Saving Private Ryan was a Spielberg movie, so maybe that was part of something he wrote into this. Yep. A little doff to himself. (laughs) That's right. And Clint Eastwood was like, I'm just going to leave that cap right there, doffing to itself. That's what I'm going to do. 
Um, so yeah. So they're like watching what's going on. And here's where we see the carpenter drags the kid out and the whole family's like, no, my God, holy shit. And he takes the kid and starts fucking drilling into this kid's leg. God. Yeah. And at least the CGI blood looks better here. Like it doesn't look animated. It doesn't look like when Bugs Bunny's doing shit. It looks at least all right. Uh, and then into the kid's head. Yeah. Just straight drills into this kid's head. And this is, I think, the second fucking attack it or strike at Chris Kyle's like morality or his sense of awareness of right and wrong and humanity and all the things that he struggles with. Because one, first, yeah, first thing he sees is a woman and a child. Now he sees a man that will just straight drill into kids' heads. Yeah. Like, this he- is what they mean. Like, with the shit you see... That's why PTSD is a real fucking thing. Like you don't, it's not all about, Oh my God, bomb explosions going off near me. Freak me out. Like the shit you see, the shit you experience changes your views on morality and humanity and what you think is possible. Uh, And there was nothing he could do about it. He, they were being held down by fire. He couldn't get a shot. Nothing he could do, but just watch this shit happen. Uh, and then he, so the, the butcher carpenter, then after he kills the kid, shoots the father. Right. Well, the father was obviously up. the one that talked. Yeah. So he needed to punish the father first by I, making him watch his son die yeah. and then kill him. How did they know he spoke to them? It, like he said, it they doesn't just matter. Knew. Just the fact, like, you're here. People talk because uh, when that scene was done, what did he say? You talk to them, you die. Yeah. Essentially, and like, yeah. and yelled it that to people. Even like, so yeah. he could have said, he could have sat there. So and somebody not, could have ratted him out. Not even spoke a word the whole time, sat there silent and not said a single word. To the Americans, but the fact that the Americans went into his house, as far as the butcher knows, he could have yeah, talked. There's a chance talked. he could have talked, so you're dead. Yeah. Killing you. If no you matter didn't what. try blowing them up, you're you're dead either way. Yeah. Makes uh, sense. So he goes, Chris goes to the roof to try and see something. I don't know what that note means. He tries to That go was when they got up to the roof and he watched all that. He was going to try and take him out because he knew it was him, but he was being held down by the other and sniper. Then, and yeah. then him and the other sniper fire back and forth. Like the sniper yeah. gets a shot mm-hmm. off and then he just actually like, hit him in the helmet. It does graze his yeah. helmet. And then he like just, he doesn't have his rifle. He just has his, his, his M16 or whatever. So he just like empties a clip, just firing blindly, screaming at him. You fucker, you fucker. Yeah. Um, so then we go to the gym scene. Cuts to Chris Kyle doing some deadlifts. Yeah. Um, and so Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper got the experience to actually meet Chris Kyle before he was murdered, and he got to know his family well. Like they were the same size, well, same height and everything. He, obviously, he had to bulk up a lot, uh, but like same shoe size. So he got Chris Kyle's boots and shoes and a lot of his own clothes. Literally to wear. got to walk a mile in his own. He shoes. He did get to walk many miles in his own shoes, and he decided he wanted to lift. And, and and trained to be the same size. Like, he didn't get cut like he was an A-team because Chris Kyle, he did strength training and he was a fucking sniper. He didn't, he wasn't bodybuilding. He wasn't, like, super cut, chiseled. Did you shape say bodybuilder? I mean, yeah, Jesse's yes, the body. Okay, thank you. Jesse, just sit Jesse, back go there. back to your corner. Just okay. drink your I'll, Lone Star. I'll be over here. Yeah, thanks. So, <laughs> so this, in this scene... I just like to point this stuff out. Uh, Bradley Cooper is actually doing deadlifts of 425 pounds. Nice. Which is which is a lot. And he he got up to, he was able to do five sets of 10. Which, five sets of Jesus. 10 of 425 pounds. It's a lot of fucking weight. So he got, he got big and he got muscular, but he didn't get like super ripped. He had a little gut, whatever. But he was, 
he was a big, bulky, strong fucking dude. Because that's what Chris Kyle was, and he wanted to portray it exactly. So, um, also probably just an excuse to work out a lot and get fucking jacked, which I'd get paid to do that. He could have sure. trained with yeah. me, and I would have showed him how to do it. Uh, I, I, Yes, Jesse. We I'll know. be you over can, here. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to step in one last time. I, you know, uh, rule number one of training with Jesse, the body of insurers, you got to get a rat tail. And if you're not going <laughs> to grow a rat tail, then I'm not going to train you to get 22-inch guns like I got. They can drink their own beer. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> first tour's ending. Jesus Christ, that first tour felt like forever, oh, didn't yeah. it, fellas? Jesus. Um, Taya... I can't, God, it's Taya, right? Yeah, T A Y A. I know it's T A Y. I have it written as T A Y A, but I don't want to keep wanting to say Taya instead of Taya. I want to say Taya too. But even in the movie, it's Taya. They say Taya. I just uh, she's a she's a real person, and I don't want to disrespect. So Taya uh, there. And as far as as far as I know from watching this, she doesn't know necessarily if he's alive or what. Last thing she knew was that they were gun, on the phone together, and then it was gunfire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like she's there hoping maybe she's gotten word or maybe they've talked since we don't know it's not in the movie but like she's there and uh, but maybe she knew because she sees him and like obviously happy to see him happy he's back um, obviously he's already having a hard time adjusting like she com she makes comments like you're you're a stranger you're not you uh, you're home but you're not here. The neighbor fires up a lawnmower and he jumps up and freaks out. Um, they go to get a sonogram and the doctor just happens to check his blood pressure. It's 170 over 110. I don't know enough about that, but they say in the movie that that's really high. Yeah. I don't know what normal blood pressure is, but then he's like, you fucking sabotage me. And she, so apparently she talked to the doctor about find a way to check his blood pressure while we're doing the sonogram because I'm worried about him. Um, so they're driving home arguing about the fact that she sabotaged him with the doctor with that bullshit. And then she starts going into labor it's in the time. car. So he pulls the fucking U-turn and they rush back to the hospital. Real quick, before baby. all that, uh, he's, he's home again um, or for, for the first time and he's talking to homegirl. And he uh, does a little nod to Alien by saying, <laughs> what, you think that thing's going to come, you think that thing's going to come popping out of, my ch- uh, out of your belly there? Oh, oh yeah, little... he's like, and suffocate oh. me? You think... <laughs> You think <laughs> you're going to pull the old doff to the cap on that? I, I thought that was a good nod. She does, reasonable. Actually, one she point, does say, I have an alien growing right. inside me. At one me. point, he goes, you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And she goes, I have an alien growing inside of me. Fair That's enough. right. And uh, at that doff. pregnancy scene, when, when he flips that U-turn, at the end of that scene, that the chest cut, comes out. <laughs> no, no, oh. no. That cut is really weird because you hear the baby cry while it's still in the truck scene and it seems like really long oh, and then like the, the next scene is, is them the, is the setup to the actual scene. Yeah, so it kind of makes even, you think that it just like popped out right there ah, in the truck. It I, was just I like a little too long. Says they rush back to the hospital and suddenly baby. Yeah. Because it is. It's like the baby is the the carryover into the scene. Yeah. And uh yeah, so they have it they have the baby now and they have yet another argument. She's like you have to make it back to us. And he's like, I did make it back. She's like, no, but no, you didn't. Yeah, so you're now, here, but you're not here. You're, yeah, exactly. So now tour number two. As he's heading out, he sees his little brother coming back. And his little brother was Army, I think? Uh, Marines. His brother was Yeah, Marine? because there was a phone call that, that happened somewhere in there right before he came back. And she was like, you haven't talked to your dad? And like, oh, they're that's deploying right. your brother. Your brother. Deployed. Yeah. 
That's right. But he, I didn't know if, yeah, he was a Marine. His yeah, brother was Marine. the Marines. Yeah. But he's like, I'm so proud of you. And his brother's like, yeah, they call you the legend. Man, fuck this place. Fuck yeah. this. Fuck, fuck this. this. Fuck, fuck this. Just fuck this. this. He's not not liking it. Not yeah. made of it. Obviously, I'm not going back and getting out. I'm taking the two-year plan. I'm getting right <laughs> out of here. Uh, so Chris, so he like is talking to uh, their, their leader there. And he like, I hear you want to put together your own team and go after the butcher. Here's what I do. All right. So he like is able to get his own people together and have his own squadron whose mission is to go after the butcher. And that's, that's all we're doing like that. Or that's all you're doing is you're going after the butcher. And because now Chris Kyle's the most wanted man in all, all of Iraq. Well, they put a, they put a bounty on his That's head. That's right. Yeah. So he's famous now. What's the someone's like, I wish I was the legend. And that, trust me, that's not a title. That's like, it's like you don't end, want that title. You don't want that title. Yeah. Uh, so I have night, night search, hear crying, and voices. Mm. They're searching at night. They're doing something at night. I don't know. My notes don't even make sense. So they, they find this family, and they secure the place, and they... Ask if uh, they recognize the butcher, set up a guy to watch, and they all lay down and sleep a little bit at this at this house. Yeah, the house that they raided. Yeah, this house they raid, and they're like, okay, everything's okay. We're we're basically taking this over. Well, and yeah, it, because it was across from where they think that they were meeting. So they raid that house, and then they're there for a while. They set up. He takes a nap. Yeah, he hears a couple of gunfire. Here, here's, some, here's some shit, and wakes up. And then up, the guy invites the him to dinner. Like, yeah, I want to feed everybody. Mm-hmm. And so he's got this big meal. Everybody's sitting on the table. They're all laughing, having a good time. Uh, using translator and guy kind of has some English, I think. And, you know, just good. This guy's being a generous host and being you wonderful. And, uh, and so the guy goes to pick something up and Chris sees his elbow. Yeah. And his elbow's all worn mm-hmm. and, and red Almost purplish. Just dirty. And yeah. he's like, I know that mark. Because mine looks the fucking same. So yeah. I know what that means. Um, so he, instead of like reacting or doing anything, he just said, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. But I, I think he said, I'm going to wash my hands. Or something, yeah. <laughs> and uh, excuses himself from the table somehow. But then goes into the guy's room and starts looking around, going through the closet, picking things up, stomping on the floor. And of course, here's a spot that sounds different. Pulls back this rug and then this rug and then... It's like four this different rugs. rugs. Like all these different rugs to find a spot in the floor. And, uh, like, I have a note, super weapon storage. Like, this thing is fucking packed to the gills with weapons. Yeah. This is, like, more weapons than they find in T2 when they go into the underground bunker. <laughs> this is worse than the Boondock Saints scene when they fucking go to that guy and get the fucking rope. Like, this guy has way too many weapons. So he goes back and grabs the guy from the fucking table. Yeah. He's like, you fucking see that? You fucking see that? Run! Oh, shit. Yeah, he don't fuck. Oh, no. Now, hang on. I will say that I would put that off. When they so-called secured the house, I'd be mad at the team. Like, how the fuck did y'all not find this? Like, cause you hear, like when he was wa- walking, well, you he hear it different. Something really hard to hear the difference. Like, right, but just... that would be something that you'd want to check. Right? I, I feel like you right. would... You would have caught that if you were doing a thorough breakdown of the, yeah, the premises, I mean, if there right? was four rugs on top of each other, I'd be like, why is there why four is there rugs suspicious? here? Why is this one spot of the floor sticking up so much more from the stack of rugs really only right here out of the entire house? When have you ever seen a rug overlap another rug ever? Uh, that would be the first sign. Yeah, we're checking your floor right now. I got one rug here, right? Do you see another one? <laughs> no, I don't. 
<laughs> I got a big old fucking cache of fucking ammo under here, boys. Take it easy. Uh, so, yeah, they grab the guy, and uh, so they get him. Like, basic. I, I'm sure they threaten him, but yeah. it just it cuts. Oh, yeah. So now the guy's going to the door to do his meeting. Well, the two teams they get in place. I and think is with their night he vision. He comes and right. knocks on the door. He's like, yeah, like what's well, the password? They're using him as Fidelio. the to get in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, the guy knocks and, uh, and the guy opens. What's the opens password? The use slot password. Yeah. And then opens falafel. the door to let the guy in. <laughs> falafel. Jesus. Fidelio. <laughs> it reminds me. Of, sorry. I bring up community a lot on the show, but if you guys haven't watched that show, you should definitely watch community. But there's a great line where his dad doesn't trust American cinema. Uh, because 9-11 was pretty much the 9-11 of the falafel business. Because his dad runs a falafel stand, and it's not, not going well. Because 9-11 was the 9-11 of the falafel business. Anyway, cracks me up, falafel. And it was a hoax perpetrated <laughs> by the liberal media. Uh, so the guy opens the door, and they fucking shoot him. And then fucking raid in. And they find body parts up on shelves. Yeah. And like bodies a whole body hanging, hanging on chains. And, uh, and a tunnel. Yep. So they go through, and then there's a, there's a big shootout, and all it all kind of goes shit. Uh, why is that guy saving body parts, by the way? Because he's the butcher. That's why he's called the butcher. Yeah, but you, butchers don't save parts; they sell them. He's the Who's Buffalo buying? Bill of the East. He is the bu- <laughs> He skins his humps, sir. <laughs> That's my Jodie Foster. Apparently, hopefully that it gets terrible. better. Hopefully it gets better when we get to the movie. Why do they call him the butcher? Because he, uh, because he skins his humps. I, I can't. Uh, I don't know. I have to watch it again. To get there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But uh, so the lambs, Clarice. No, 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 no. That one I can do. Yeah, some fava yeah. beans and a nice candy. Fava beans are not that great, by the way. No, I'd rather go black beans. Neither uh, are charo beans. If any body parts, fucking. Uh, so, baracho beans, hell yeah, fava beans, fuck those. Liver but beans? if you had them with human skin and a nice Chianti, yeah, I guess he's probably done his homework. <laughs> 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 he tried them all. He's like, nah, pinto beans are good for Mexicans, yeah, but this well, white guy, you got to get fava beans. beans. Give me the fops. <laughs> Black beans give me the shits. But <laughs> wait, black beans give me the shits. <laughs> But fava beans, they pair well. Uh, so some American sniper. <laughs> uh, 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 civilians are carrying the body of the man who went to the door. Yep. To help them, and he's he's now dead, and they're driving away, and again with the fucking Punisher school of that. Uh, and so now he's back. It, he's it back goes from home. That whole like they sent this dude in to get them into the butchers quarters discover this is obviously the butcher's quarters because of the body parts and whatnot but butcher wasn't there and He's then an elusive cuts, bastard and then it cuts to they're at like a jiffy lube or a tire store yeah. or something oh yeah he's back home back home with his kid and this guy comes up and thanks him He's like you saved my life i've got a prosthetic leg but i'm alive and this is fucking wonderful you're my you're my goddamn hero and he's just like oh yeah Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Get uh, yeah, yeah. The the I'm impact sure the noises are not helping, and he, obviously he never wants prey. He doesn't deal well with it. Anytime anybody says, even 
hey, way to go, good job guy. Yeah. The most basic of attaboys. He's like, oh, oh. No, no, Don't no. fucking and touch me. And I wonder me. if that has anything to do with this fucking dad slamming his belt on the dinner table all the time, fucking shocking these kids into submission. He's just like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 I don't want Yeah, the guy That's gives him like a salute, and yeah, the guy all taps, taps him on the shoulder. Kid. He even talks to his kid like, your dad is a hero. And I'm really surprised that he didn't. Like, have a freak out. Like, I just expected him to be like, don't fucking talk to my kid. Don't touch my kid. Like, some kind of knee-jerk protective reaction. Yeah. Well, there. he has one later on, but... He definitely does yeah. later. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so this dude's like, yeah, your, your dad's my hero. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so then he goes, and he now has a daughter, and his daughter's in the... the the newborn viewing room mm-hmm. nursery thing. And she's crying and the nurses are all doing everything else. And he just keeps going. Tend to my daughter, Kyle, right? Hey, she's the one crying. Please. Tend to my daughter. And that scene goes on for fucking ever. Yeah. Like it just keeps going. He starts pounding on the glass. My daughter's right there. Pound, pound, pound. She's crying. Pound. Just like, okay, Clint, we get it. We get the point. Why are you drawing the scene out? He just fucking goes and goes. Well, I think it was to kind of symbolize his, uh, like his the his, level of like PTSD and like the the grasp quick. he has on his his anger essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like his emotion, like and and his his uh, his need to protect. Yeah, he can't get in there and tend to his daughter. You have to tend to my daughter. You're not doing your job. Yeah, just like Could the way he too, cares yeah. about not doing it. Maybe yeah. maybe that's it. He should have broken and taken care of it like he wanted to, like why well, he should have. That's right. And you want to sue me? Well, then you should have taken care of my fucking daughter. I, I had to do your job for you. Guess what? You have to pay me. I want an apology. No, okay, Jesse, get out. Just get I'll out of here. I'll be over here. No, Jesse, you weren't even there, man. I was there. You're not even in the story yet. Sit back. Sit back with your Lone Star and your Jameson. I don't drink. Sit. Well. I've get, never had get, one give me, sip. Give me, your lo- give me your Lone Star. Okay. Here give me you your. Just, I'm just sipping on it. Sit back and comb your rat, ta- rat tail. Just. It's called Just a skullet. Get, no. We call it a Jesse Ventura, where I'm from. <laughs> so wifey's all pissed all right. off that... Uh, so we, have, we, we cannot skip over. We cannot oh, okay, miss. Sorry. When they get back home and they're in the nursery talking again about, again, Taya and her just uh, incessant complaining about, oh, sorry, I'm raising your kids by my fucking self. And even uh, when you're here... You're not actually here. You just sit there and stare off into space, and you're not even a fucking human at all. Sorry that well, I'm nagging you so much. Yeah. And he's sitting there holding the most fake fucking doll I know, right? ever. <laughs> and you can see him using his thumb to make the baby's hand move. I pointed that out to the girlfriend while we were watching. I'm yeah, like, fake like, baby? It's so bad. It's awful. Now, I want to mention that it's her fault. Didn't she mention that she would never marry a seal for this fucking reason? No, she would never marry a seal because one cheated on her sister. Well, and they're even, all assholes that cheat. Well, is what she thought. Basically, he's basically cheating on her by not paying attention to her. Emotionally cheating with her on her with his country. With his yeah, with his country. That's exactly well, yeah. right. Yeah, she so, makes a point that his team is taking her away from taking him away uh, from him her. Away, yeah, she's like, all I want is my husband. Mm-hmm. And their father. And like, that she's making memories on her own, not well, with him. Well, of course she is. Yeah. And it's like, so... We got our whole life for that. It's one thing <laughs> when you're deployed, but then when you come back, you don't. Like, you're still over there. Yeah. Everything, like, 
you, you sitting here right now, you're not thinking about your daughter in this nursery. You're thinking about that shit sniper that or that shit. Yeah, you're not here ever. Um, but also, I have to. I, I'm sorry. We were making a legit point, but I have to throw in that uh, he Bradley Cooper did make the joke when he was wiggling the baby's hand with his thumb. He would say, "I'm saving y'all a hundred thousand dollars." By playing with the prop oh, instead shit. of them having to like actually get even a baby. Yeah, I can imagine baby casting scene. a baby is terribly expensive. Well, uh, apparently they had one, but then the baby uh, was sick. Or and obviously, Got the Rona. Like, no, this was 2014. <laughs> uh, just normal, normal baby disease. Yeah. All right. <laughs> normal baby sickness. Whatever. The the, the parents were like, ah, nah, not happening today. And they're like, well, we got to film it. So they missed a payday. They, 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 they went down and bought a fucking, I don't know, American, was it American doll? American, American doll. Yeah. American I think girls so. or whatever those might dolls be are. Something. And like, this is what we're using. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, two or three. Uh, they're driving along this. One of his guys got a ring. Oh he's yeah, like, I got this ring for diamond. Like, How do you know that's not a blood diamond? And he's like, seriously, why the fuck would you care about a blood diamond after all the shit you've done? He's like, well, there's a difference between taking taking out fucking guys trying to kill us and buying a diamond that people died specifically so you can have a diamond. Like, there's a big difference. You see that? You don't? You understand the difference between those two? No. He's like, no, I'll no. just tell her I got it at sales. I'll just tell her I got it at sales. <laughs> uh. I don't know what that was. So, <laughs> two vehicles fall in behind them, and there's a uh, there's a super sweet Kaiser Sose reference. I have no idea. You didn't get the Kaiser Sose. You never saw the Usual Suspects. Nope. Nope. <gasps> was it that Toyota van? No, Kaiser oh. Sose from the Usual. So- oh my god. Okay. Well, don't fuck. Don't look it up. Okay. Okay. The movie. Take was, it easy there, Nick. I th- no, no, no. Because I, I think the movie's the '90s. Like it, the movie's pretty old at this point, but it's like top five all fucking surprise twist endings in cinema. M Night Shyamalan. He wishes he could pull fucking <laughs> a Usual Suspects. All right. Twist okay. off. So is I'm it in saying, the watch party? Uh, yes. All right. I've got to tell the use. So that's what I'm saying. Don't even try because right. that's going to be the first thing that pops up. Is everybody talking about oh fucking Usual Suspects twist? But in the usual suspects, they're always looking for Kaiser Sose, who even the gang of criminals working for him don't know who he is, have never seen him. He's a total ghost figure, imaginary, almost demon-level fucking bad guy to them. And then it turns out that the call was coming from inside the house. And then it turns out that he had a hook for a hand, and (laughs) he escaped from the insane asylum. and uh, On a rainy night. Something on a rainy night, Yeah. Anyway, so this guy's talking about the butcher, how he's like Kaiser Sose, and I thought that was cool. But man, I can't wait. I almost let's rename it to all the usual suspects. <laughs> or no, shit, we're in AM. Um, fuck, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll rename it. So the usual American su- suspects. There we go. American suspects. American, yeah. yeah, there we go. Next week we're doing <laughs> and, American suspects and usual, and usual suspects and unusual suspects. And, and unusual suspects. <laughs> there you go. That'll be the next one. Yeah. I, oh, my God. We got to get to that. So, anyway. Uh, we see the enemy sniper, and he has an Olympic picture on his wall. Yeah. Because they do talk about this guy or something about the Olympics. They bring it up earlier in the movie. They made a point that shooting is an Olympic sport. Yeah, yeah. Sniping mm-hmm. is an Olympic sport. And then you really? see that, and it's like, oh, shit. So this, this dude, guy, that this, just gave him all his credentials this, that we need. Yeah, this guy was an Olympic sniper. So, uh 
He's cruising along with his buddy. Shots fired. He gets hit. The driver, not Bradley Cooper. Driver gets hit. So they start firing back uh, at this van, right? There's like a van that yeah. was in front of him or next to him, whatever. So the driver takes off. And they go after him um, up on a rooftop. That's when his friend gets hit. Yeah, they're up on the rooftop. Up the guy gets rooftop. shot right in the fucking cheek. He gets shot right in the cheek. So they get him out. Um, they uh, they load up and head out. Well, I should have been more specific with that. Um, yeah, but they lose a man. Like this this was a failed failed fucking mission. Yeah, obviously. Uh, so now we're on the flight home. Uh, he's flying back, and you can see all the caskets, caskets, under flags in the plane of the people they lost. And uh, so they're at the funeral, and everybody's stamping the pins into the coffin. And Chris is just like standing there, stone faced, like he's not even upset about his friend's funeral, nothing. And Tay is looking at him like, "What the fuck?" All uh, all he can think about right now is revenge. Pretty much. He yeah, wants yeah, to yeah. fuck up those yeah. Hajis. And like, yeah, at one point they're driving and he just keeps looking at traffic like every vehicle's a, a threat. Well, specifically coming up that's originally behind him is a van similar to what, what was like one uh, of those old Toyota vans. And then it passed him on the left and he's all like paranoid and it just passes him. No big deal. Yeah. But it was it was the same type of van. Yeah. OK. OK. I did not catch that. I just thought he was just general like freaking out. But. I could see that. So he visits his buddy at the hospital, and they have the usual banter, like... She's lucky to have she's you. She's lucky to have you. All like, two inches. Look, look at my face. Yeah, all <laughs> two inches of you. You got to insert... I got to insult your manhood. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, the boy. And, and then they give each other uh, shit, but then he's like, I'm going to go get him. No, man, you, you don't have to do that. No, I'm going to go back and get him. Like, we're family. I'm going to get them for what they did to my family. Uh, so obviously, Taya doesn't want him to go, but he's... And his whole thing all the time. She's like, you're not here for your family. He's like, I'm serving my country. Why are you fucking mad at me and calling me selfish when I'm doing the most selfless thing a person can do? Yeah. And so it's just his priorities are obviously different. Right. And that's her problem. And he thinks that he's the only person that could solve these issues when he's definitely taking it all on. Yeah. He is the protector. Mm -hmm. Like, He's got his, a superior. His, uh, what is it? Uh, when someone said, "Do you have a uh, superiority?" Savi- no, no, no. A, a savior, savior complex. complex. Savior complex. He definitely does. Like the the United States military and all of the armed branches can't do it. I have to do it. Yeah. I have to be the one to do it. Uh, so uh, he's back to has, sniping. He has the line, or she has the line. I need you to be human again, which is, I feel that's things more than any of the you're not here even when you're here or whatever like just fucking be human well she's got a lot of time to think about it she sure she she does and and he's but he is gradually like we're talking about being chipped away to like he can't get out of that mentality and as much as he wants to think all i want to do is protect people and I'm upset about the ones I can't protect. Like He's that shit is going, that's going to weigh on you and it's going to make you, it's going to change you. It's going to change you very drastically. And he's, uh, he's not owning up to that. He doesn't want to admit it. Obviously. He's not protecting his own family. Right. He he's should realize that. Well, but in his mind though, he is because he's like, do you want them over here? Kind right. of thing. And right. You- if I, if I protect country, then you're in the country. Yeah. So as long as I protect that, then I'm protecting you as well. 
They just see him. it from two different viewpoints. Absolutely. You know, he's looking on a broader scale and she's looking more close to home. Because that's what she like, has. And yeah, that's exactly. That's what she's concerned about. Yeah. But he sees that violence so, and that evil and that it could very easily spread and so worldwide. When he does come back, all he can think is there's still more evil out there I need to get. And he can't stop thinking about that. And she's like, oh, you're home, but you're not. You're still over there. Which yeah. he is. He totally yeah. is. Yeah, totally. 100%. So, uh, she says, I'm going to leave if you go again. I don't know I if I'll be back. Uh, I'll be here again, when you come back. I don't know if I'll be here when you get back. Yeah. Um, and he's like being glamorized for his service, which I'm not taking anything away from fucking Chris Kyle. Uh, apparently there were questionable things. He said like he had six medals when he only got four. He punched out Ventura when he didn't. Whatever. Like there were things that were. He's a liar. Yes, but he does have 160 confirmed kills. Actually, it's about 150, with 250 unconfirmed. So he has 250 unconfirmed. He claims 250 more than he had, or are you just saying shit? Dude, that's 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 what's in there. What's in All the right. book or whatever? I said, yeah. I mean, I could see that would be like you shoot somebody and they get wounded. Well, you yeah, don't know like, if even that's says a kill. In one scene, how many did you get tonight? Well, I got eight, but two of them got dragged away, so I only got six. Yeah. If it's they an take unconfirmed him away, you kill. Can't confirm, yeah. Well, so. yeah, it's 250 altogether, yeah. and 150 of them are confirmed. Yeah. I thought it was 160. I think it's the actual. That's see, that's the embellishment. Is that the movie. That's Clint Eastwood's <laughs> number. Right. They added ten. The camera adds ten the kills. Inter- the camera adds ten kills. Oh Jesus! The intercept. Give yourself laughter for that. Well done. I missed the joke. But oh. the, uh, the intercept uh, uh, got a FOIA. Uh, Freedom of Information Act, and they uh, pulled his records uh-huh. to show that he didn't win all those medals, as as he said. Right, and the confirmed kills are like not as high as like 160. Okay, well, even 150, that's still a lot. Like yeah, he sure. did, Got he it. did, he put in the work, and he did great work. Like I'm not trying to take away from the fact that Chris Kyle was he killed some hajis, amazing sniper, and did great work for his country. Like I'm yeah. not trying to say so. But man did what he had to do. He definitely did, and he was really good at yeah. it. And and we owe a lot. But to at him. a price, though. I'm not saying at that. Price. But I do like how this film made a point to show the family side. Yeah, and well, and the and, effect that it had. I really liked right. how it showed, like his first kill, like how much that kind of bothered him. And then you see that just progress all the way through, which is something that uh, my girlfriend and I we were watching it, and like halfway through, she was like, "Fuck, we need to treat these guys better." And it's like, yeah. Like, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, for sure. Um, but I, I mean, I just like how his wife wasn't just a random character. Yeah, like she wasn't just there sometimes. Like she had a point, mm-hmm. and she had weight, and she had legitimacy to her as in the movie. You know, like there was, there is that other aspect of you are also a family man, and I don't. I like that that it it treated that just as legitimately. Yeah. You know, as as hit what he was doing overseas. They should also and they put they put weight on that. I and I like. I don't know. I kind of take the stance that maybe they should take the uh, major pain stance to having a family and a wife. And that's if the Marine Corps wanted you to to have a wife, they'd have issued you one. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> There's is that one in, the, in, in my closet? closet? Major pain? No. It oh isn't. man, that's man, a good one. Be. It could be. We've got a lot of time. Maybe it'll be added. The boogeyman's in my closet. 
<laughs> he isn't in there no more. If he's in there, he ain't happy. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> the the way he is. Yeah. Oh, fucking major pain. All right. The Waynes uh, brothers. That's what I'm talking about. The Waynes are like the Wayans. The Wayans. Uh. Yeah. So, well, we're two or four. Now he's on his fourth tour uh, after yeah. his wife. Had her emotional moment. Yep. And says, if, yeah, if you go, I can't guarantee you're going to have a family when you get back. And he still goes. Um, and he finds out that his friend died during surgery. The, the blood diamond friend died. Yeah. Hey, quick question. His brother doesn't make another, Not another appearance just, after no, that After that, that whole, fuck this place, man. Fuck this. Yeah. Apparently, he didn't mean Iraq. He meant this movie. <laughs> And just, <laughs> yeah. he just stormed his way off set and got in a car and went. You could tell he really home. felt it then. Yeah, well, okay, right. wait, didn't, okay, so there was that point where he calls his wife and the wife was all like, you need to talk to your dad mm -hmm. because, like, she's watching the TV. That was in his first tour. Okay, and yeah. it shows, she's watching TV and it shows the, you know, the deaths in Iraq or whatever. Is that to imply that he died? No, 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 no. Because when he when Chris Kyle's heading out for his second tour, his brother's coming back, and they cross each other on on base. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, younger brother, I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud." And his younger brother's just like, "Nah, fuck this, fuck this," and he's done with it and he's out. Okay. So he makes it back. He just doesn't. That was ever, just it. Okay. That was it for the movie. He just okay. pieces out of. Of this lifestyle and 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 the movie, um, so all right, he's on a roof again, like he does, hangs out on all sniping up on them, again, all up on them roofs, because he wasn't sniping. sniping, he wasn't sniping for a while, he for a bit, he was he was actually f foot on the ground, yeah, doing that. So he's he's watching. There's a guy with a rocket launcher, shoots him down real quick, just fucking. Boom, oh yeah, the the car he goes the car goes into the alley. The guy comes out, he drops him, drops but then him, the but kid then kid comes yeah. and picks it up, and he's like, God damn it, just drop it. Just drop, just drop it. it. Just drop just it. Just drop, drop it. Kids looking around. He's like, just drop it. Don't pick it up. Just oh god damn it. And he's like, got his finger on the trigger. He's like, just drop, drop, drop. And kid finally drops it and runs away. And he just, oh thank god. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't have to shoot another kid because he's got a boy that age at this point. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel Bradley did a good job. Uh, I, we've talked about before how directors do stuff to make actors or to get reactions out of actors. And Lois's response was. Just do your fucking job and act. <laughs> That's right. uh, and I think Bradley did that here. Like, I feel he did a really good fucking job of like, I don't want to shoot you, but I have to shoot you. But I really don't want to. Please, God, just fucking drop the fuck, drop the things. We'll have to fucking shoot you. And then when he drops it, like, oh, my God, you like the weight you of the it, world yeah. falls off his shoulder. So he does his job, Lowe's. Are you proud of him? I'm proud of this good, actor. Good. See, Bradley Cooper. He's He's not done with us yet. Mm. Or we're not done with him, maybe. Excellent. You know, he's in the movie Hangover. He didn't he's get drunk once. You know, he didn't have to get drunk. <laughs> he is in the Hangover. He didn't have to do one roofie. I, I was proud of him. <laughs> but he, well, he did accidentally. What? That was the whole point of that movie. Was yeah, fucking Zach Galifianakis? I get it. Secretly but, roofied them. But they didn't have to actually be roofied to do the to be to be a good actor that's what i'm oh, saying oh, oh okay you meant actual bradley cooper not his character right okay take which it is easy. fair because if you get roofied you just pass out you don't just go out on an 
on the town doing crazy shit you don't remember. Yeah, I don't even know why they call them roofies, man. They I think it depends call them, on you. It's called call them floories. <laughs> but you don't you don't just black out and then go and rob a fucking tiger for Mike Tyson and do all this crazy shit. You just pass out. So if they well, actually, blackout doesn't always mean pass out. Blackout just means you have no recollection. Right, no, but roofies make you pass out is what I'm saying. So Depends if on actually, your tolerance. If he actually roofied them, <laughs> different tolerance, <laughs> fuck off. If, if Alan actually roofied them on the fucking rooftop of Caesar's Palace, they would have passed out and woke up the next morning going, why are we on the rooftop of Caesar's Palace? <laughs> they wouldn't have had a crazy night. That's not how roofies work. Anyway, we'll get to that when we do it. Still more over. believable than this American Sniper movie. Because it is in the rewatch, so... Oh, great. Uh, Sorry, trying to get back. He's about to uh, kill Mustafa. Uh, Oh, yeah. I I do have a note where I said this easily could have been a Mark Wahlberg style, like standard tough guy fucking movie like he does. Because he was Mark Luttrell, who is the other uh, seal that had it. Mark Luttrell's The Lone Survivor. Which was a Mark Wahlberg movie where his unit got... He was also another Navy... He was the one in the news they, a little while ago, right? got taken over and his whole fucking team got shot. Yeah. He's the only one that made it out. And he got shot three or four times, but he made it out. And so they made a movie in bed. So Marcos Luttrell in real life and Chris Kyle in real life were friends. Or bonded after they realized their experience, whatever. So could have easily been another one of the Mark Wahlberg shit movies, but I like that it was it was more emotional and we got more out of Bradley Cooper that made it more realistic and it makes it like more of a human story. So anyway, he's on a rooftop watching shit going on below, and one of their guys gets shot because the enemy sniper Mustafa is at it. Uh, so he tries to reposition. Right. It's like fuck, he's coming from the east, right? Yeah, they're, he says they're, he's coming from the east. Yeah, they they realize he's like they're set up in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah he's behind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so he goes and repositions, and everybody else is like, "Now nah, we're gonna keep watching this." Oh, whatever. So I have nineteen hundred yards. No, wait, twenty one. Correction, twenty one hundred yards out. It's definitely him. Are you sure? No, it's him. Are you sure? Oh uh, yeah, it's him. Can you confirm? <laughs> no, it's him. But uh, are you sure? Yeah, it's definitely him. So he shoots and he hits the guy. Yeah, uh, great. Which, as we talked about earlier, Chris Kyle did do a, a shot at this distance and kill an enemy sniper. Sure he did. Again, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> compared to whatever else he claimed he did. Yeah, in sure his he book. did. Uh, but for movie's sake, 2,100 yards. 2,100 yards. 21 football fields end-to-end. That is a fucking mile or That's so. That's a Over huge, a huge fucking shot. And so... But by doing so, he gives away their position. Yeah. So the guy who... The hostiles, people that were yeah. watching the caravan and the stuff that they were watching now know. So... Uh, yeah, it pissed off the locals something special. <laughs> Some special? Something special. Those locals got pissed off and they started fucking... Uh, climbing the, I think oh, that was several stairs. scenes before when they re- when they were in the dude's house because they were carrying his body. It was that night, the locals were carrying his body as they were driving out. They're like, "Hey, we got an armed militia group coming our way. We need to get out of here." But that was the one what he's talking about. That was several scenes ago. Not no. not the locals, but the locals. Yeah, the the armed insurgents there by <laughs> that's locals? right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, they know where they're at. Well, now we know. <laughs> yeah, because they're. Yeah, they want to take this out too. The so Mujes, the we Hajis. Get, we get the they got our location, so it turns into a shit show, an absolute shit show. And there's a there's a sandstorm. 
It's a yeah. sandstorm going on. Coming in. So nobody can see anything. And he calls Taya and he's like, yeah, I'm ready to come home. And I, Why would you call your wife in like the middle of battle? Yeah, I, but, <laughs> and that, I think it's kind of meaning like I'm not just I want to get out of this tour, but like I'm ready to come home as an I I am ready to come home. Yeah. Uh, but he drops his gun, and it's the only time he's dropped it since his dad yelled at him when they were hunting at the beginning. Right, he right. He got little, hit, didn't little he? nod. Did he get hit? No, no. Oh, he okay. just was like giving up Dropping everything yeah, to get to the get fucking there. vehicle and get out. Yeah, he just letting it all go. So he's back at home, and he's at some shitty dive bar, and his wife calls him. She's like, I didn't even know you were back. She's like, where are you, in Germany? Or he's like, no, I'm stateside. Yeah, no, I'm here. He's like, I didn't, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay, well, sitting at this bar all by myself. Well, yeah. What are you doing there? Whiskey and a beer. Whiskey and a beer, man. Like, he suffered a whole day just to get there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he was, and he starts crying a bit. And uh, she's, he's all, she's all like, What's, uh, is everything okay? He's like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Home. I'll be home. I'm good. Home. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. So he's having a problem. And she catches that. She's like, yeah, you need to, I guess you need you time. So you're you're here and you're headed home. So all right. Going to let you deal with that. That's right. Um. So the, they're at some birthday party. Yeah. And she's trying to be all chatty. He's like, oh my God, and then this, and then can you believe this? And just trying to catch him up on all the suburban gossip. And he's just like, <sighs> nope. And he's like, he can't stop looking around. He has, yet again, Lone Star. That's right. Oh, National yeah. beer of this week's episode. Tejas. No, this week's episode. Oh, okay. And uh, drinking, and he sees a dog, like, doesn't attack his kid, but, like, jumps up to play with his play kid. With and knocks kid. his kid, because it's a big dog and a little kid. Knocks his kid over, but it's just like licking his kid's face. Like, he's just playing, but he doesn't see it that way. And he jumps up, and fucking, he heads over, and, uh, like, he grabs the dog by the collar, and is like, is, does he have something in his hand, or is he just going to fucking start wailing on it well, and just yeah, punch I, it? I thought it was a belt. It's the, what it looked like, right? Did he pull his own dad and whip his belt out? <laughs> he was about to. Just, just fucking power. Either way, he has the dog by a death grip, and he's ready to beat the shit out of it. And Taya screams at him, and he stops and looks around. Like, the whole party's looking at him. He's like, holy Okay, fuck. so clearly something is wrong here. Yeah. Four tours can make a man nutty. I guess I... Would imagine that four would make anybody nutty. So now he's in he's in therapy, and the 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 therapist's like, oh, so you have 160 confirmed kills, and you're just like, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Does that does that weigh on you at all? No, no. Uh, I'm ready to face my creator I, I, I'm, for I'm every time to, I pulled the yep, trigger. I'm ready to face my creator for for every shot I took or for everything I did. Uh, <clears throat> what what weighs on me is is the ones I couldn't save. God, shut the fuck up. And so then the doctor's like, well, you you still can do that. There are a lot of people here right now that, that you could save right. if, that's, mm-hmm. if that's really what you want to do. If that's yeah. really what your problem is, you could do this. So uh, so then he starts working with, with vets. Yeah, he, well, you him, see that he's sitting there in the circle and, like, joking with the guy and... You know, he's really getting along and really opening back up into a, a he human. Is. He's like joking more, actually, you know, having conversations. Mm-hmm. What a crazy, crazy thing. Um, so then, yeah, like, uh, 
there was a good joke in there. I didn't write it down. I was trying to remember um, the some fun jokes and um, the, the circle and stuff. He's like, oh, I, but I still well, the, smoke. Yeah, the guy oh, that yeah, got his hand right. blown the off. Guy, but it saved my right hand, and I still smoke. He's like, you still smoke? <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, so then his wife's in the kitchen, and he walks in. He's like, drop them door, drop them drawers, drop yeah. them drawers. First of all, yeah. he's drop them nice and easy. He's pointing a fucking revolver at his wife, you know, and questionable. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm sure he's got pretty good control over the trigger and, sure. and everything, but I'd be so, like, hey, dude, take it easy. Yeah. You're, you've but, been acting fucking but, nutty when you got back, and you don't have to be pointing like, a gun. I'm so proud of you, and I'm so happy you're normal again. It's like, and I'm really? not, and I'm not wearing any <laughs> <Really>? drawers. <laughs> yeah, well, not anymore. I mean, I was, but before you walked in and said that line, I was wearing them. But once you said that, they hit the flow. Whew, Blew right off. There's a hole in the wall. They flew off me so hard. <laughs> you see that shit? I've got a, is gal. I've got four good minutes. He's like, you need four minutes, and I only need two. two. <laughs> I need two to look at you. Yeah, it's a good line. Yeah, it's it pretty is good. a good line. And then his kids are playing with him. One's like playing a video game. I almost said Nintendo, but it something. would have been way more advanced than Nintendo. Probably a GameCube or, or something. Playing something. He's like, no, you're already on level eight. I gotta be on level four. You, you're already too good for me. And then the daughter's like, you're a bear. Don't cute, poke the bear. A whole bunch of cute little stuff with the kids. And he's like, actually there, involved mm-hmm. in his family and everything's wonderful. And he's like, oh, I gotta go help this Marine at the shooting range or something. You know, he's having some, having some problems and I gotta go help him. And then that's Well, it also, it, like that scene, it shows that it helped himself. Of course. While, it's, like it's helping other much, people. Uh, like I, it was therapeutic to him. It's like so much, am I saving them or are they saving me? Yeah. Who saved who? Right. And he didn't get that at first. When he was in that Jiffy Loop or something, that guy was like, come on down to the VA, man. You need yeah. To and he's just guys. like, yeah. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, no, he didn't get it. I'm not done killing Hodges and shit. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, like, and this was a thing Chris Kyle did once he stopped touring. He did a oh, lot yeah. of this. Yeah. Helped people out. Uh, so he did... Go out, him and a buddy took this Marine out to the shooting range, and that Marine ended up shooting them both. That's right. And apparently, as they were driving there, Chris Kyle texted, like, while they're in the truck with this guy, texted his buddy that was, that was driving. with him? He, Chris Kyle was shotgun, his buddy was driving, and the, the Marine was in the back, and he texted his buddy who was driving, like, yeah, this dude's fucking weird. And his buddy responded, yeah, keep your eye on my six. Like, they had a really weird feeling about this guy, and those yeah. were the last texts sent. Wow. And then this That's, guy... Yeah, because the scene sets up, like, the way his wife eyes him, and yeah. just his character, he's that he's a shifty and guy. Because, like, they, they... I think they started filming it and decided not just not I to was put curious it if they were going to show it or not. Uh, they, I think... I don't think they fully filmed it, but they definitely started to, at least. And so then it just... It goes black, and then we get the, the funeral procession, we get like the entire city of Dallas basically shut down. I saw Waco. This, yes, and this is where we get the funeral by Ennio Morricone. Morricone. But this is all in the movie. This is the actual footage. Yeah, this is like where they're driving through the uh, like probably 35 the, or something. The caravan of cop cars and like the everybody lined up on the overpasses as they go yeah. along on the on the highways like I remember when they did that this is all actual footage from Chris Kyle and actually the, the funeral when they're all stamping their pins into his coffin this is all actual Chris Kyle funeral the cowboy footage. stadium and everything yep they got cowboy stadium uh, so usually the, the tradition the seal tradition is to pound by hand you put the seal on there and you have to hit it with your hand to pound it into the casket uh, they they'll give put, you a new one. They if put you... their badge. Yeah, they'll they give you a new one as you leave at the door. Uh, they pound their badge into the casket, 
of your fallen comrade, usually you get like a dozen. Ten. It had, depends on how big your team was. Okay. Whatever. A dozen. Chris Kyle had over a hundred in his. Wow. And you can see the picture. Yeah, it's it's full of them. It's completely covered because he did four tours. He had lots of teams. He had lots of people. And uh, so it's just, it's a really great moment. And that's a good way to end it. Like, we don't need to show the scene. We don't need to film him getting shot We down. all know. We know what happened. We can go and we can honor the guy. Like, he, for some reason, decided to make up a bunch of shit and lie about a story a lot. But he definitely confirmed did do a lot, too. Right. He did do a lot. And we cannot take that away from him and what he did do. And then, uh, so, oh, <laughs> TJ, my, my band leader, for three years wrote a song for this movie that was supposed to play over the credits. Didn't happen. And uh, he got, instead, he got rejected. So that it could be complete silence. Well, it wasn't silent. At least the version I watched, it had they played that music over. It the continued whole... over. Okay, because yeah, yeah. the 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 DVD I have, after the funeral scenes, when it mm-hmm. when it cuts and goes to credits, it's just dead quiet. It's absolutely nothing. So, right, and that's that is American Sniper. There it is, man. So, rewatchability. Uh, thoughts? We'll start with Los. Your thoughts? All right. I came into this movie with an idea that Chris Kyle is a fucking liar, right? My girlfriend really enjoyed the movie. Okay. She, uh, I, I may have had a bias that ruined it for me. Because we watched those Jesse Ventura interviews Thanks before. a lot, Jesse. Well, I just want you to know the truth, and I'm glad, I'm glad that you could see him for the the vicious liar that he really is. I actually demand an apology from Jesse Ventura here. (laughs) You'll never get it. So after doing more research, I found that he also lied about the awards he claimed to receive, which we've uh, mentioned here. And he's not a complete liar, but has definitely enough to doubt the validity of his memoirs. That being said, I'm not a fan of the movie, and it may have been a better movie if it wasn't like a true story biopic kind of thing. Right, okay. Um, I will not rewatch this. Okay. Uh, Moving on to me. Yeah, Brandon. Um, I actually enjoyed it. I really like war movies, Saving Private Ryan, shit like that. Like, I really, yeah. really enjoy them. Um, but this one, it was just so, so intense. It is. I'm still torn on whether or not I would. I'd have to be in a special mood to want to rewatch that. So as of right now, like, I'll be like, not rewatchable just because it's so goddamn intense. You right. know, it's so like emotion invoking. Not looking good. It is. it is. It's it's. I'm not taking like it's a great movie. Yeah, but it's it takes a lot. Like after that two hours, like I was emotionally exhausted. Right, and I'm gonna go. I'm kind. I'm going the way of the the Brandon here. Like it. It's great. It is. It is a good movie. And if you didn't know anything about Chris Kyle, like if you Los hadn't looked up and found out he's a liar. Yes, that he is a liar. Like, if you just watch this, or if you knew enough about him to know, oh, he was a sniper, and he did all this, and then you watch this movie, like, it is a good fucking movie. It's a really good movie. It's a really well-done movie. Uh, The pacing is done great. Uh, Like, Eastwood does a great job of making a human story throughout war and and home life and getting his wife involved. Like, it's it's a really well-done story. Uh, but I don't feel like it's something you just, Hey, you know what? I let's watch American I, I got, sniper I, guys I got home. I got, got home from work, got a couple hours to kill. You know, let's make some dinner and watch a movie. Let's put on American sniper. huh? Yeah. It's just not something you throw on to watch. Right. Like it's, 
it's something you should definitely see. Like, definitely see it, but it's not something you just, like, throw on to watch again. Yeah. Unless you have a reason to. So I would say also not not rewatchable, although I really enjoy it. Yeah, not taking away from it. Yeah. So it's weird. It's like it's zero for three, but but it's... It's good. a good zero for three. Yeah, somehow. Abraxas didn't even get a... Uh, I think Abraxas... <laughs> no, Abraxas only got zero for three. And it got a bad zero for three. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yes, Jesse, you are in the same boat as Chris Kyle, finally. Are you happy? I'm, I'm, I demanded a, an apology, and this is mix-up for it. <laughs> God damn it. Go now go back your, to your corner. Go trim your rat tail. All right, so that does it this week for us on the rewatch party. If you like what you heard, well, tell us for fuck's sake. Uh, find us on Twitter at rewatch underscore the, or email us at rewatchparty at gmail.com. Tell us if Brandon was right. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. Uh, rate and review us, because apparently that's the thing that we need to say. It makes us feel cool, or it justifies us somehow, or however podcasts work. All right, join us next week when... Uh, Baxter eats an entire wheel of cheese and Anchorman. Until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon, and thanks for rewatching. I'm not even mad at you. <laughs> there was a time when people believed everything they heard on TV. This was an age when only men were allowed to read the news. And one Anchorman was more man than the rest. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Damn it! Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? Hey, Garth, how's the divorce? Oh, not so good. I'll probably never see my kids. Fantastic. I'm not lonely. I'm beloved by everyone in San Diego. You're so wise. You're like a miniature Buddha covered in hair. What are your hopes? What are your dreams? What are your passions? To be the first female anchor. And I'd like to be king of Australia. Seriously, you sound like an insane person. I just got a call from Network, and the decision has been passed down to make Veronica our co-anchor. No! 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 Don't get me wrong. I love the ladies, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. I don't know what we're yelling about. What if just for tonight we weren't co-workers, we were co-people? Oh, I'm storming your castle on my steed, milady. We should keep it relatively quiet around the station. Absolutely. I'd also like to share with you that we are currently dating and that she is quite a handful in the bedroom. Uh-oh. Ah! 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 Knights of Columbus, that hurts! What are you doing on our station's turf, Burgundy? Come get a taste. Yay! You took a bullet for me. Uh, and I would not do that again. Ah, it hurts like a mother. Take me. Take me right now. Let's make a baby! <laughs> <laughs>